welcome back to the only show that breaks down, cracks up, skews, and reviews each week's DC Comics. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I'm Jim Warner. And this is the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast, episode number 400. 400, Eric. It's a milestone, as it's they not. say. Uh, legacy numbering, and I did try to figure this out. This was one of the things where I kind of struggled to decide, should we make this TGIF, the Thank God It's Friday episode on Friday, make that 399 because then this just throws you 400 yes right and i decided yes because we had already started that numbers don't matter and with that it it is a funny thing so i was talking to dr matt razor the other day while we were doing our stores podcast and i asked him like what would he think would that be crazy And he's like ah you guys don't really care about milestones things i'm like okay but then we were talking i did get an email from itunes that said that you really aren't supposed to number your episodes so that threw me off a little as well but he came up with something that is kind of intriguing. What if we had the weird crisis lead to a reboot, Eric? What would happen then? But Nonsense. I ended up, well, we'd have episode like, oh, one we're again. we do this, right? and then it would completely lose all kind of steam. Well, we'd have episode one and just do and something. probably end up doing skits or something. Maybe. Maybe skits. No, maybe we'd do like some lightning rounds again or something like that. But even if we didn't do anything different, you know how we do that and go, but. One of the things that ended up, I did try to see what the legacy numbering is because he ended up asking, well, if you counted everything, and it is funny, and if I always laugh when they have that legacy numbering where you know I say they fudge it. If it comes up as 793, it's going to be 800. You'll get the big deal. We're at like 597, so legacy numbering 600. But the thing is, is they're I'm not saying. actually all episodes, though. It's the things that you've called episodes that for no, the main they're all, podcast. they're all just spotlights, is yeah. what it is. I ended up, but those are episodes if you look at it as a that's legacy a, that's numbering. That's a completely different show. No, I'm telling you, it is a completely, but it is a spotlight. I started numbering those because I wanted to add Fudge those numbers. Things, but yeah. most people end up, if they put it on a feed, they number it because they want to get the numbers up there. It's an episode, so that's legacy numbering. I say 600, but we're uh-huh. here and we're ready to go here with this milestone. We have four books. And if you aren't aware, we already did have our TGIF episode that I already mentioned. Thank God it's Friday. It's episode 399. So if you haven't heard that, sure. that's on the regular feed. It's I am Batman, Superman, Son of Kal-El and Batgirls that are on that episode so with that we have four books tonight but before we get into those let me uh remind you go over to twitter at weird science dc follow us we'll follow you back also check out our website weird science dc comics.com and then go to our patreon patreon.com slash weird science where you can get a bunch of shows and we'll add those legacy numbering we're on episode 3020 Whatever, but man. this <laughs> week we ended up having our patreon only spotlight which was titans united number six and justice league 2022 annual was that, number was one. that uh, episode number 398 that was no that was 1384 oh. i think it as a spotlight episode actually it was like 200 and some with that but those are Patreon spotlights. Uh-huh. I don't know what that's a different thing. That's only unless Patreon. you put it on the main feed later on, then it becomes an actual episode. Yes, which I've okay. only done. I've done that twice. Uh-huh. So with that, but that is actually listed as a Patreon like peak sneak peek or whatever. I don't know what you want from me. Is what I'm asking <laughs> you because with that, I'm telling you, people will do episodes each day and they put it up there, and then I say to you. I don't know why there's so much. Well, they have a thousand episodes. Yeah, they they they, they do saying but here we go with that we have the 
badasses of the Get Fresh crew. Uh-uh. You always end up, you, you put your thumbprints on my thing. I'm trying to make us sound very impressive. And you're sitting there. You ruin it for your fans. Uh-huh. Your fans. I know your fans are out there waiting with bated breath of how you're going to spin that that detective comics is good. But with that, we end up having the badasses. This is terrible. Oh, here we go, Eric. It's all coming apart. It, it's it, episode 400. Yep, I thought that this of. was going to be so impressive uh-huh. with that. And, and really, you should feel like you want to get your hard work recognized, Eric. Here we go with the badass roll call. Uh-uh, I have to get that in. We got Nader Tater. I still love that name. Ted Probst. I love Punchline. We have Punchline later on in the sure podcast. Do. Michael S. Or do we? <laughs> Forrest Polly, Cam, Joseph Watsick, Matt Razor, Demon 3000, Lady Abby, and our Lord Andy, Matches Below, Niels Tior, David Fink, Joey Bear Costco, Stephen Baum, Jason Colby, Sue 42 to me, and you, and you and me. Michael G, Ken Halleck, Comic Boom, Arake, Cellar Dweller, Mark Jager, Algin Stosian, Nick Adams, Ruben, Carlos, Lobe of Marv, Luke Hollywood, Simon, Luis, we'll hear from him later, Manship, I haven't heard from Manship in a bit. He might have gotten hit by a cougar. And you know what I mean by that. Andrew in Belfast, Swanee, Anthony G. It's Josh like a Logan Jaguar? Exactly. No, a lady. Pete from NYC. My man, Pete from NYC. Batman Beyond, Mark. Our man, Rob Lewis. B. Amir. That's Brandy Murray up there in Buffalo. And Double A, Ron. Where is he? He is in Minnesota. So there they go. The badasses of the Get Fresh crew. And shout out to Reggie, the ultimate badass of all time, R.I.P. He would have loved the episode 400 and would have made us do something a little bit more special than fighting. Well, the thing is, he might have, but it came out of nowhere because this only became episode 400 like 18 hours ago. He would have been in on it. He always was yelling that we should have used it. If it was up to him, we would be on like episode 1200 or whatever. But with all of that, we will head off to the uh, books, including, as I said, Detective Comics, but also... The Urban Legends Joker and Cat, uh, Batman Catwoman, all that stuff yeah, coming man. up there. Here we go. Blah, blah. We're going to be going there. Oh, my God. It is a ambulance, but we'll be back no with context. right now. And here we are with the first section of books, and we're going to be going through these. If you want to end up reading written reviews of them, you can head over to our website, as we said before, which is weirdsciencedccomics.com, including 
This first book, Eric, and this is something, again, I think your fans are waiting with bated breath. You have a lot of those out there. Your fans are out there waiting to see if maybe you can get a positive spin on this. And I'm I'm one of your fans. I like the art a lot in this book. Yeah, well, there you go. I has staples as well. I am one of your biggest fans, Eric. I don't know if you realize this, but no. you're my bias is what ends I don't up know what that happening. You will later, I'll tell you. But it is uh, the first book we're talking about. It's Detective Comics number 1052, Eric. Legacy numbering 1052. Written by Mariko Tamaki with art by Max Rayner, Luis Guerrero, and Ariana Mayer. And we have a House of Gotham backup, The Boy backup, Eric. The Boy. The Boy. Written by Matthew Rosenberg with art by Fernando Blanco, Jordi Beller, and Rob Lay. And that art being awesome continues in that. There's some really, really good-looking panels in that as well. But we kick off this Detective Comics book. It is weekly, Eric. Very weekly, as they say. Just like your show. It ends up with the idea that maybe like the show, Eric, it doesn't seem like there's enough substance to go each week. And now they're kind of fudging some things in my mind to kind of, you know, (laughs) kind of, you know, not have everything going on. But because we even start out with a flashback with Chase Meridian. And it seems like this is one of those things that if this was important, you would have gotten it already. Well, the, really the happens first part like is this. when you have the tower situation with Arkham Tower, what's, what's it going to be like for the first 27 days before things, you know, fall apart completely? Is Dr. Ware going to get, like, you know, Nakano's check? But when we start this off with a flashback of when Dr. Chase Meridian was previously in Gotham, you know, uh, having a bomb taped to her hand because she stole the Riddler's girlfriend, I'm like, yeah, I want to I want to read that story. Well, first. that's what happens. This is what happens with Bendis stuff. We keep saying, we even said it this week on the. Uh, Patreon spotlight. But the it's idea good that this flashback has Riddler in it just to give you that whole like Batman Forever kind of like connection to it the character Riddler yeah. and stuff like and that. That's kind of cool. I just want to know at this point in time, like, who the fuck was dating the Riddler and how did Dr. Chase Meridian steal her away from the Riddler? Yeah, really. And so with that, again, though, I have some problems and I've had some problems with this story, you know, amazing enough. But one of the things being is that. You know, we're not getting a lot of the character work that I thought we might get leading up to. And we know how it ends, or at least how we get to a point. I'm sure we'll progress past that. But getting to that point and seeing, you know, Dr. Ware being thrown out a window, the lunatics have taken over, there's the song there. The idea that that's not really a mystery anymore. We kind of already know, and we kind of knew right away how that's going to end up, at least the idea that he's kind of screwing over a lot of people and Psycho Pirate is there controlling some people. So, with that, that kind of throws me off. There's not really a mystery, but it was set up almost like one. But also, and I said to this before we started recording, we kind of know the details. We're here. We're omnipotent observers here. But knowing the details of Psycho Pirate controlling people, the numb and things like that, it's just making the Bat family look kind of stupid because they're struggling to catch up with us. And I think well, that, that was Well, just imagine, though, play. if that was the case where they had all the information we have, had this be over already. Well, it's I'm like, saying I wish if we, we didn't have, the have infor- it. Exactly. If we didn't have the information, we'd just be sitting here like, yep, I don't even know what's going no, on. No, I'm <laughs> saying, though, but as we would see, because we have Cassandra in here. I have Cassandra. I mean, Huntress. I'm sorry, Helena. Mm-hmm. And so going through her... I would have liked to have tried to figure out, well, what really is going on? Why are they? Be- it seems weird. It seems off. And that most stories and that then we, we read are like psycho that. Pirate. Well, then we would. I mean, we, but now we already know, but they are struggling to find out. They don't know where, you know, the whole thing with the numb and the party crushers. So at this point, we're halfway through and they're finally almost catching up, but in ways that 
And Mariko Tamaki, again, and I said this from the very start, she forces everything because she's decided they have to know now. There wasn't much of a progression. You end up with a bad family for the most part, just standing around. You know, the ones doing the investigating deal in the cave, the micro cave. They just stand around and look. We're standing around for five minutes having a meeting. You don't know if they're not out there kicking ass, taking. But we don't see it. This is what I've been saying this whole time, though, because we don't. But we were not though. I mean, we start off with well, we start off with a page that's not Tower Star. It's Chase Meridian. We know that Batman has a connection. That's just thrown in to get Batman in here. And even when you say Tower stuff, I mean, Tower stuff is seeing the same scene over. But now now the thing is, we see something different within this whole thing, where you know the psycho pirate passes out from a little bit too much speed use and you know uh, energy drinks consumption. But during this whole fight, where like everybody is losing their minds because the psycho pirate has lost control you do see that there is a nurse or somebody along those lines who is filming the uh the attack that's going on at arkham tower right now and with even with psycho pirates saying like forget go to sleep everybody Woo! that video ain't going to sleep yeah but we've seen and i don't know where we go and play that out where she's like oh my god but we have seen where kind of shut down all these things and even shut says he's shutting down a voicemail that we don't really get, don't but even then, works. My, well, he just says it. This is well, my the point. Thing is, you have a situation where Doctor Ware, like Doctor Chase Meridian, sends something to Doctor Frow because when Huntress awakens as Huntress to go save the day, she's like, "Contact Doctor Frow, tell her what's going on here." And Doctor Chase Meridian does it, sends a voicemail and stuff like that. And it's a weird situation because Batwoman, who is Doctor Frow, gets the the message, but it also seems like Doctor Ware has intercepted the message. He knows that Doctor Chase Meridian has sent her a message, so that he then goes over the like the head of the like you know Doctor Frow and just has her fired. But then has you know all right, Doctor Chase Meridian, here's a psycho pirate. He's gonna make you feel all types of bad in your mind. Yeah, yeah, and and you end up having the email you know voicemail go through. You end up having them listen in the microcave. You also end up having Chase listen back to it and say, "Oh my God, I shouldn't have done that." But then you then have Ware say, pirate shame. and then you have Ware saying, though, we took care of that in time. But obviously they didn't. And so that's we a weird fired deal. Now, Frau. And with that, when I say and you say, well, we're doing tower things. Yeah. Numb is tower things. Also, the idea of when I say that we, I want to see we take these out other the party things, that's part. But that's part of the thing of you say. I want to see them actually working, not just standing around. But if that isn't anything, I didn't say I want them to go off to Bloodhaven and get a coffee. I want them to work on the case. And in this, what have we seen with these movie that 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 just came out of nowhere? The idea that the patients were, hey, I think I see a movie. We only really had we've we've talked about that for like. Oh, Anna Volsha was saying the same thing previously. But she just says it. We don't see her. And then we have the doctors talking about the idea, like all these people are talking about movies, like violent movies. We don't want. We don't want them to do it, but they do it anyway. And it felt like a weird call up. But in this issue, and the idea, like. You know what? The, all of these people are talking about violent movies. Maybe these are their memories that are being repressed, and they think it's movies. And Siphon, you know, after he got done that sorcery stuff, he worked for the Party Crashes. In one of his mind movies, he said the underground. So you know what? The Party Crashes must be underground. Like, How do they know that stupid. one of his mind movies was underground? We I never know. saw it. We never saw it. Now, if you're going to play the idea that Frau was doing the same Frau. thing, yeah. but I don't know that. And also, we never, this is the idea when I say we haven't seen things, we never saw that. The only movie that we really, really saw explained was that it was Siphon. And it would have been cool if he was underground, you saw party crashers in the background that were like, oh my God, that was a clue. 
He had a movie that he said, I don't know, it's like some 70s movie like God or Goodfellas, which got me mad because that's a 90s deal. And says, oh, my God, you know, I, I might. And you ended What's up having like Goodfellas. Yeah. Well, you ended up having Chase then ask, like, are you in the movie you're watching? He's like, oh, I'm, I'm watching, watching it. But it's like this gangster thing with a guy, you know, a hitman or something. But it never, it doesn't connect. It doesn't no connect to what they works. say now. We also didn't see, like, it would have been a cool deal if we ended up seeing more of the movies, just quick, of what they were talking about or what, so that we can say, oh, my God, they all have this similar theme. This must be, again, there's the mystery of what are these movies? Because we were confused by that. It never really took, meant anything That's the to way us. for Mouth Monsters show back up. Yeah, I, I don't think they are. I really think that all this is kind of being Hunch's thrown together. With all this. I know. And, and so I actually thought in your whole idea with Huntress and – and Avulsion, you thought, might have the mouth monsters yeah, as well. Because, because she had, she saw through she her saw eyes. That. I don't think we're ever going to really see anything. But wouldn't it have been cool, though, the idea of a psycho pirate who, like you said, can't get through to somebody because who's of the already monster being who is overpowering its host. And maybe what we would have seen as an infestation going, what would happen if psycho pirate himself gets it? <laughs> so, yeah, I think that'd be crazy. That, no, but because of what we got and was what was called fear state in the series, I do not need any more infestations of the mouth monsters. Now, the thing is, if we would have bypassed all of that for like, you know, the uh, fear state stuff and somehow moved into over here, where it's the first time we're seeing an infestation and like, you know, a, but uh, that's what they did. That's why I'm saying it's weird because, because Huntress, she is cured, but she's still having the residual, you know, movies in her head. And kind of, we it's did like call them mind movies before yeah. in that connection. But this seems different. And it seems like Mariko Tamaki just tried to go, okay, I can use the mouth monster visions to get Helena into the tower. But then after that, let's just kind of leave that behind because that was just a device to get there because we're not really dealing with that. And yeah, you do have that one nurse who's filming this. But again, filming it, we know that things go bad. So it's not going to be that big of a surprise of, oh, she releases this. They pull back all of the, you know, money or whatever. I think it's not going to be a surprise, but I, w- I can't wait to see, you know, uh, Dr. Ware's reaction to it when it shows up on the Internet. I don't even know that. Because he's I, already I getting screwed. It. I hope we see it. I can't say that Tamaki will do it. I just can't. So with this. All this stuff going on and, you know, getting Frau, you know, she's fired. That woman can't go into the tower as Dr. Frau, but we haven't really seen her do much in the tower anyway. I'm going to go in there, get my last paycheck, and then do Batwoman stuff. To me, it just ended up, well, you're just going to go in as Batwoman now. You really, I guess that you just didn't have enough room to do anything with Frau. Well, the thing is, we saw the last time she was Batwoman and, you know, trying to go get Huntress stuff. It didn't really work out because it was armed guards. Yeah. Well, again, though, is that just to keep Hunt uh, or, you know, to keep Batwoman out? I don't know because keep most masks out. Well, the idea of this is Frau is fired, but we didn't get Frau really. So it didn't really matter to me. Then with that, they're listening to this message. And this is the big clue, especially everybody forgot. But this message goes through and you do end up having the message mention the movies and end up mentioning, you know, the mind movies. And that's how they're going to try to connect things. But when they said that, when you have Chase leave that, she's like, oh, my God. Everybody here, the patients, they're all having these movies in their head and all this. And it's the killings and, you know, the violence. And when you end up having the Bat family, they're trying to figure it out. They don't even get right away that it's everybody. They're like, the killings, that's plural. That means more than one. Chase said that on the message. 
She said the patients, they're all having the deal. And again, it makes me think that Mariko Tamaki just does not care about the pet family. It makes them look like schmucks. But you end up with them saying. Well, the thing is, for how we see Stephanie Brown like written in like the Batgirls book and stuff like that, maybe this is just Barbara realizing that Steph is there. It's like, now <laughs> she's killing it down. You understand, deal. Steph? That's plural. means more than one. So maybe Barbara's just a bitch. <laughs> maybe that's it. She's trying to like lead her on. Like, okay, everybody, we know what's going on. Winks over at Batwoman. Listen, <laughs> you know, because that Steph goes, you know, underground and killings. But I could say I've had movies in my head with underground caverns and killings. That doesn't mean there's seven yeah, of me well, or others. You do say stuff like that. We still think you're crazy. It is. I, I am crazy. Stop telling yeah, us about the, your the mind movies, deal, crazy man. It just, uh, it, it's just like a side deal because Mariko Tamaki really wants to play this out as this huge clue that well, they're the going to end the, up The huge solving. clue that it immediately does solve, like, oh, my God, the freaking party crashers are underground. Let's go get them. And they whooped their monkey asses. They cook, they kicked them left, right, and every which way but loose. And the whole thing, that it gets to that point where we have Barbara over-exploiting, you know, killings. That's plural. But the Batwoman's reaction, maybe. They're all having some out-of-body connection to their past. I'm like, the fuck you jumping, just say? They are, I mean, they're in a micro cave, but they are exercising, jumping well, the thing these is, conclusions here. Sailors, they've been breathing some weird gas down there. I that don't know true, how safe it, it is. down there. So basically, they're like, okay, the well. The one who's coming up on top here is Cass because she doesn't talk much. It is true. Cass is like, I see Cass there with the file. She's just shaking her head. What the hell are you talking <laughs> about? With everybody. And, and the best is, though, it's almost like they are doing the figuring out. She's already figured out. She's just waiting to go kick ass. When they get to, she does kick some major ass, but you have Barbara and she's like, okay, all of them, who's having these visions? Who's having the mind? You said some people were mentioning, but more of just like, Okay, and you get an evulsion kind of retroactively here going, you know, the mind movies. But well, she I wish talked we about it previously. I, but only said, like, oh, you like movies. It was never really the, the idea of, oh, my God, I'm having these visions. Like, I'm sitting there watching a movie. That was really only siphon. The rest were just talking about movies. And so when you get that, you can connect it a little. But they say everyone is having movies of underground cities and killings. But why would they? That's very specific to Siphon, which then they just iron out and say, okay, who's having the visions? Oh, all of them. I think Huntress, Mr. Freeze, Lady Clayface. Well, Lady Clayface would be in the tunnels. Yeah. What about that? Siphon. He worked, and, and then they're done. You turn the page, and they're there. They're they're kicking ass. It took that little and bit. that's how good the Bat family is. You got what you wanted, Jim. Uh, yeah, they're not I idiots know. anymore. They got it's right so on top crazy. of it. But with that also... Now you've this done something you. <laughs> where you sent you set up this is my this is the monkey paw. You have set up these party crashers with the numb and all these things, they come in and seize it. They come in and grab it and seize it. They have the evidence now. But the yeah. thing is they have this and like, you know, where it's coming from, but they also don't know about the penguin having it as well. No, that's true, but this is almost a big thing that looks like they've just taken down in a page now. From a deal, yeah, they don't know the Penguin, but I don't know how that's going to play out because the Penguin's already pissed off at Ware anyway. And all this stuff, I think, just gets let, left behind by Ware when he leaves, when he gets the check. He's just going to skedaddle. He's not going to leave any sort of loose ends with this. He's just going to go out there. But you have a battle. They fight. They're like, oh, this is good. The evidence is in tower property boxes, still has the labels. We can trace it here, whatever. This shit should be shut down now. Uh, the only thing that you can think of is the idea of who do they go to because, you know, the Mayor Nakano, I don't even know at this point the GCPD, we only see Mayor Nakano and he doesn't like masks, but 
I think there's feds and things that they're connected to. Then you go to, to Commissioner Renee Montoya. Yeah, who knows who they'll go, but it should be shut down then. So maybe that actually does something where just, it clears it is up just, part the of the thing. The thing is, the tower itself is actually just a game of Jenga. It's a tower of Jenga pieces right now that are going to start falling apart on Dr. Ware when he's trying to get out of here with the money for his big final score. You have the idea that they tricked, kind of, you know, they, they influenced him with the deal. Well, if you end up having this go public right now, and that Jenga house has fallen. That tower is done because you would think they'd have to pull out well, everything. McConnell is shut already it down. about to sign the check. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. But the idea of that is, you know, they have the evidence right now. This should almost be shut down. But they end up, we go back to the tower. And then, I mean, if you really want to retroactively confuse the shit out of me, you end up having Huntress looking at her hands again, the idea mm-hmm. that she wanted to try to remember. And Evolution comes in and goes, you get a feeling like a feeling on a feeling? I'm like, is somebody asking to buy a feeling here? We're going to have a song. Can I borrow a feeling? Says, like, there's a movie in this movie, and maybe we're in the movie, and that's why we're all thinking about movies. Is this what made you think that the House of Gotham is a mind movie? No, I ended up thinking, I don't know what the hell you're talking about here. Is that that whole convoluted thing. You think we're in a movie of a movie that's in a movie with the feeling of a movie? Yes. And you end up having hundreds. I don't know. I think I remember the movie about this woman who fought a king, and then she's laying there, and you end up seeing the point of view from under her bed. Looks like she ran back to her, you know, holding cellar room. Scrawled in blood. Wrote, his hold is breaking. Now, again, this is Huntress, pretty smart gal. She goes back, and why are you writing yourself riddles that you're not going to be able well, to figure out once you go? Is, she has a different way of thinking about things than you do. While you might think it's a riddle, this might be the thing that actually cracks the case wide open for her. Like, she knows exactly what's I actually, going on. I actually think this becomes the catchphrase, because I even no, think that earlier, yeah, it, it, that's what I'm saying. I think that this is just another bit of a, a mind thing that they're thinking that she wrote down. I wish she would have wrote, if she knows this is you like pirate, three because they might not know. Blood, didn't no, you? I just want to... Get the Bat family in here now. Shit is bad. Like, it's, this is not real. You know, please. Cass. Uh, not Cass. I keep saying Cass. Helena, wake up. You. I, I don't know what I want, but the yeah. idea of writing riddles. I'd like when she looks she like, has a, she I has wrote a small this amount in of blood. Time. You thought about it. You still don't know what to write. She's fine with what now, she wrote. his hold is breaking. The first thing she's going to say is, it's written in blood. So she's going to think, man, I must have been real crazy. Not I know. Only that, hold, her knuckles are all hold? bruised up and covered yeah. in blood. Whose hold is just going to be the deal? That's the big important thing. But like I said, I don't know that she would necessarily know it's Psycho Pirate yet because it's just a control from beyond. In, well, not in her only mind, would she uh, not know it's Psycho Pirate, but why would she go and check underneath her bed secret blood messages? You know, I'm telling you, I, you look at it, I'm sure they will find that. I mean, it's there to find, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, but with that all, you know, you end up, like you said, you recap to see that one lady filming it. That That's one thing that's going to bring down the house of cards here. But you with everything else, it's just, it's just more a deal. And also in this, it almost feels like Mariko Tamaki realized within a week, like, oh, my God, I, I better put something in here because we never saw like a, a Dick Grayson get knocked out before. So why did that happen? You end up seeing even Dr. Ware was influenced because Psycho Pirate had to do something almost like, you Oh, know, yeah, he had to go freaking massive with his uh, control. That was okay, but it didn't seem like it seemed redundant and all this going on. 
and we don't really move ahead. And in six issues, I don't think we've I don't done know. We've much taken down the, the party crashes, stopped the numb from that section, and we have everything like you're moving forward in the tower right now. Yeah, but I mean, what is moving check. forward with the tower? All we have signing is, check. you know, Chase and he's calling Nakano. But we don't, again, we don't see Nakano. We don't know if he's signing the check, if he's waiting. Does well, the employees totally continue? Because even Dr. Chase Meridians are like, God damn it, why is he signing a check when I'm before? But we don't see it because does the influence last i mean he ended up influencing his you know emotions to get excited mm-hmm. does that last as much when you go off and you're not there and he starts concentrating on everybody else well, again? From I everything don't know. i saw the tom king did it actually will last forever until you have three individual sessions with the medusa master well, we'll see Scott how, how it goes but yeah i i really don't think Nonsense. first off i don't expect the the party crashers to be done I think there'll be some sort of thing, and they'll just keep going, and they'll make the Bat family look like dupes. But also the idea well, of they get more drugs. I'm, well, I think, well, how? Because it should be shut down, but I do think they will. And then I think that the Nakano thing's just going to hang. That check is going to hang, and you're going to have to figure out a way to make that. Why would it hang? Why is it doing this and whatnot? So I don't know. I, I didn't think that this did much of anything. Except, again, have the Bat family just suddenly realize, oh, my God, through convoluted reasoning, oh, the party crashers are down the sewers with us. Let's go. That was definitely the worst part of this issue. But, yeah, and and that beginning, it was nice enough to see, and the art was kind of cool in the beginning with Chase and Batman. But I think that you should have done that maybe even before this whole deal. You could have done that in one of the last things of Detective to set it up going in. That seems like a retroactive thing that seemed kind of silly to me. And then to get Batman in the book. But what would you give this? Um, well, we also have, I'm sorry, we have the boy sure backup do. now. Because I, I like the boy backup. Did not really like Detective still. But with the boy backup, the reason why I think it's mine movie, and you ask that, is just because at the end, he's just yelling, wait a minute, that guy's supposed to be older than me. I'm younger. I'm this. There's something well, going on He came face to here. face with Robin before, and he doesn't understand why it's like another kid to the point where he gets the idea, oh my god, the Batman, who I hate and I fear, is making an army of boys. Now, I know that, but he <laughs> says, wait, th- that's not the same as before. He's a yeah. different boy. He's younger than me. He used to be older than me. Which he was, because it was Dick Grayson previously when it was yeah, Scarecrow. So, and that's, I'm saying, though, I, I actually thought that this might be another unraveling of things as well because of the idea a lot of people are playing the idea that that elliot might be tommy elliot which is and weird. i'm trying to make it work in my mind that if this is a mind movie that's just going through and and even with that like the boy isn't really aging much and i, I don't know we'd have to see but well, he's, everything we, we going jumped on ahead seems for like goofy. years for when he was in arkham asylum stuff know, like that so we saying, did age like we just didn't timeline though i just think that it's it's a little wonky and i do think it has to connect somehow too you know, the whole story with the, you know, the tower. And I do think that this is well, just the idea one of, of those a mind, mind movie, movies. I think would be playing now differently because even when Huntress thinks back when she was fighting Nero 19, it's like, you know, there was a woman and she was fighting a guy who thought he was a king. And the idea of like the symbolism, this is just straightforward. Like I'm a boy in Gotham and I work for the penguin and that Batman, he's making a boy army. But why is the boy able to just go from one villain to the next with everybody with open arms and accept well, them completely? It's maybe just weird. He's special, Jim. I, I don't see him as special anymore. Everybody I else just, does. I do like this, but you end up where he's there with this Elliot who's bad news. And they end up running into Jason Todd, who Elliot knows from mob guns deal and hey you want to get some ice cream we got a lot of cash here from the penguin and we kill people and that makes jason run back <laughs> and to we Batman. kill people We're yeah, he says, Jay. Like, listen here we kill people for him oh really why'd you tell him that it's all about the rep 
Yeah, it's all about it. It doesn't matter if we do it or not. It's just if they believe us. So Jason goes back and he ends up like, hey, Batman. Batman, Batman, the penguins penguins getting boys to kill folk. And it's funny. He's like, "Ah, I don't know about that, but I'll check it out. All right, we'll go now. I'll go with you. No, you're not allowed. They saw you. All right. And so he ends up going. (laughs) I love the smoking like a badass match. Matches like Barry. He like walks in. Hey, gay kid. And goes in and there's the boy doing the coat check, which he was. And Elliot comes in. Hey, you want to go rob from the penguin? One no. of the penguins' big rules: you don't rob from me, you don't rob from the customers. He kills people. We don't do this. And he ends up where this is a secret entrance. We'll go in. It's usually an exit, but we're going to go in, kind of like you on a Friday. And you go there, Absolutely. and you end up where you see. And I do like the long gun there on on the desk, but they're going to steal some money. The penguin throws cash. You know, in a drawer, and he doesn't really count that. That's just side money. But they're going to steal is, that. that. That's what Elliot says. But obviously, when he shows up and he sees, you know, freaking the boy hiding here, he's like, "You're that little pissant who's been stealing." But he knows somebody's stealing. From I him. guess the penguin doesn't care that this is well, just not at this the point in time stuff, because right? Batman has come in and is about to kick everybody's asses. So right but now, I mean, he, he doesn't didn't care. Seem, he didn't seem to really be like. I guess he wasn't looking into it that much overall because Elliot seems to say he's been doing it for a while. But and maybe uh, you could see the penguin. Like, has that there and like, oh, those little scamps, just like me. Again, I don't know if he would because they're stealing from him. That's like the line you do not cross. Maybe it's it's weird. Maybe what he's doing, it's one of those classics where they say, if you want to keep somebody, like, if somebody breaks into your house or somebody goes, you need to have something for them to take that's something or they're going to break everything. They're going to get pissed and just trash the place. So they no, say like, penguin. well, they end up saying like, leave a $50 bill like on the table there. I don't because my kids themselves would steal it. But still, yeah. maybe it's like one of those. That it's like some crazy deal. But no, I, I just imagine like the one drawer. It's like my grandmother and, and grandfather in England underneath the couch with all the cash. Were you stole all their money? That's all they're doing. They were the penguins, Eric. I'm the boy again. But you end up well, where... Of I like this, though, where you know, he picks up the gun to look at it. That's the only reason he really has it. And then all of a sudden, crap hits the fan. And they have to go. Batman's and, here. And it was set up well, this whole, you know, escape deal, panic room, whatever, where well, there's such a, a weird idea where it is set up good, but the idea when, like, you know, the penguin does show up, he's like... All right, come on. Like, we have Batman coming on here because there is a button that you push to turn this whole thing into a cage so nobody can get out of this room and stuff like that. And the boy double crosses the penguin and pushes the button while the penguin's stuck inside with the Batman. And at this point, I'm like, I I don't really understand why you did this because the penguin was good to you and you just kind of like betrayed him for no good reason, it seems like. And that's why I I want to think that this is some sort of, I don't know, because like you said, Everybody's been great to him, and he has been pretty much a good witch, Eric. He's a good boy witch because you end up where he does. I don't want to do that, but he kind of, you know, he goes with the flow here, you know, peer pressure. But he really wasn't going to do anything bad. He just kind of got caught in a bad spot there. The thing that threw me off, though, is he ends up trapping the penguin with the Batman. The Batman is somebody he hates. He's fearful of him. He's so crazy. So I wish it is was it one just of those like weird things, like during the zombie apocalypse, where like, man, I really like you, Jim. But if it's a zombie apocalypse shows up, I'm really scared of zombies, so I might trip your ass. Well, you also you might trip me, and I'm trying to trip you at the same time. I really but... appreciate how good you've been to me, bringing me into your home, paying me, giving me a, a feeling of like that I'm important to a degree, right? And now I'm going to trip you because I'm more scared of zombies. Exactly. Exactly. Eric, well, you may. I mean, when it comes down to it, one of us is going to die. Yeah, but I wish that the play here, because it's almost like a, oh, well, I wish it was pure terror. 
oh my god, it's him, it's him. And he ends up hitting the button to get away from accidentally trapping the penguin in there because you betrayed me, boy. Is this the idea, though, in a roundabout way that we haven't really talked much of maybe a thing? It didn't seem like he would have gotten a lot of therapy in Arkham back in the day when he was there, but maybe he did. Maybe he's away from that. He's just anger, but just sitting there because remember, it was almost like the fear toxin. They might be just trying to cure that. I don't know, but I would have rather him be fearful of this and accidentally do it. Maybe even apologize to the penguin. Like, I didn't mean to do that, sir, but I'm getting the hell out of here. He runs off and runs into Jason Todd. Robin, who isn't supposed to be there, but then starts kicking some butt. And then as he's drawn away, it does end up like, you know, this is a goddamn ambulance a bit, too, because he's just screaming. Batman's making an army of boys. He does do that there. And <laughs> it, it's funny as he's screaming about the Batman making an army of boys there because he has. And you're not wrong, boy. And it, like you said, this is a different, there's more than one Robin. He's yeah. figured this out, so he's smart. And time has passed for him since the last time he saw Dick Grayson when he was working with Scarecrow. I just want it to be something more. And the mind movie thing coming up there is something like, maybe it's that, but I don't know. It, it, it still intrigues me. I still like it. I'm still trying to figure it out. And that's what I said, again, when we talked about the first story, the main detective story, The Tower. The idea that, yeah, I might be frustrated. I can't figure out what's going on. But it does keep me on my toes and trying to come up with things. And we like doing that. And certain writers, we've we've given up on that. We said at one point we were there with the Tom King Batman run where you're heading into the I Am Suicide and all that stuff at the beginning. And we're looking, oh, my God, you know, the the whole thing of Gordon's left-handed, but this is right. And we're doing this and that and realized by the end we wasted all of our Punch time. Punch is a master of disguise. What is he doing here now that he's on Batman Suicide Squad? At one point with the repeating dialogue, was that Bronze Tiger maybe being influenced by Psycho Pirate to keep repeating that one phrase as he's duping them? But none of and that came also up. also the idea of like, you know, like who, even when we get to the end where for some reason the Catwoman couldn't be controlled by Psycho Pirate because she had Scarface's head. I'm like, I don't even know what the hell you're trying to tell me anymore. <laughs> yeah, so I that actually, and I have to, you know, thank Tom King that actually kind of threw me off of really ever getting that involved with the mystery but I'm trying to think of some things with the boy and if it just ends up where you know say it is Nero 19 it's not my it's just him I'll be like oh well I don't know I, <laughs> I still want to go with what we were talking about last episode with the idea of that it being Roger Hayden stuff like that and this whole that. thing with the uh, the emotions where he seems to have none really but everybody has great emotions towards him yeah it's weird because then, you know, what's happening? I'm still going when, with Sonny Sparkle from the old 70s Captain Marvel comics. Yeah, Everybody and it may just be, and it doesn't have to be love uh, per se. It could end up being just the emotion and go with the classic Psycho Pirate, whatever your main emotion is. Maybe we're seeing in that at the end we're like, the Penguin does care because Jason Todd shows up. He's not really enamored with him. He starts being, so maybe there is the play. You know, where it still is that, but the emotions get extreme, where you do see Jason Todd kick. Again, though, it's Jason Todd. So Jason Todd kicking a, a kid in the side of the face who has a gun, that doesn't seem out of the ordinary. But we'll I've see. I've seen him throw people off a balcony. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, you know, luckily Batman didn't. He's but not we'll a good end boy, up Where at the end, oh, my God, <laughs> it did make me laugh. But I do like that. I do like the boy back up, the House of Gotham. Just sure. don't think that after six issues, halfway through Detective, that I really end up being very ambivalent to the detective comic story. There's nothing to grab me to to mystery-wise. You're ending up in it really hinging on, man, I want to see what happens to Dr. Ware. I really don't care of Dr. Ware. 
And so by the end, I don't because I know he dies. Uh, I guess. Do you know he dies, Jim? Even if he doesn't, it's just some guy. I don't really care. I, I don't expect to see him ever again after this, so I really don't care about him and he's a piece of shit i mean right there I, exactly i want to see bad things happen to him but we already saw bad things i mean even if you go with the idea that he lives he got a finger cut off we know and he's thrown out a window that's bad things and i'm expecting that's it i'm expecting him to be thrown out that window and die and well, that's we'll the thing like, is oh, we still well. have like a little over a week before that'll happen i believe it's like eight days or something like that from where we leave this issue but I want to see him start to really freak out as his world starts crumbling around him for what he is trying to achieve before everything just goes and fades to black when he's thrown out of a window. I just, I don't trust everything we get with Mariko Tamaki when we had in the Wonder Woman with the liar, liar stuff or like other stuff that I read, the X-23 stuff over at Marvel. It always seems to be a buildup that never comes to play out. It just ends well, up like she almost forgets the stuff. Maybe. I haven't seen it yet, so we'll see. But halfway through... I just end up like, oh, here we go again, this book again. And I don't think that the overall progression from that first issue to issue six has been that much. Well, the thing is, it is playing its pacing a little bit differently than we would have for a normal six issue, like, you know, series, just because it is a t- weekly book that's coming out yeah, like this. Still, uh, weekly though, like six that. weeks now, uh-huh. it just is a lot of time. That's six issues. And when we talk about this, I even said it on, I think it was the uh, Thank God It's Friday. I just. I'm at the point where I think nothing, but you keep giving it that, and you're being nice, and you know you like it, whatever. But you're giving it more of a benefit of the doubt. This is six issues. I don't care if it comes out weekly. I don't care if it comes out yearly. Well, six issues. This is six issues, though, and there's no pacing. But what would you give it? The thing is, I like the boy back up a lot, or the the House of Gotham and stuff like that. And I like the Detective Comics. This is a down issue, though, for how sporadic and out of nowhere we get to the idea that it is the party crashes being underground because of these weird siphon mind movies. So because of these things, though, I will go down to a 6.8 out of 10. I'm a 4 out of 10 for it all. And that gets up from the boy. I just don't see any story going on overall. And everything is just being left behind or not explained. And I I get, like I said, I don't know when we'll get to that point. I guess it's issue 12 if we don't get, you know, say the eye worms mouth monster deal or we don't get repercussions of double dipping or we don't get when it'll be that, you know, me and you end up coming together on this deal as we kind of, you know, go through this of that. I just I swear I don't see an overall story going on here, especially knowing what happens to Dr. Ware. You see somebody filming. Yeah, that's fine, not getting the check. But what does the check matter? It looks like he's going to die anyway. So the check really doesn't matter. And all that, I just, I wonder why you saw that. Why you saw him falling out like that. Well, we talked that about really... that in the first issue. Where I didn't like the way that that was set up for the way that, like, you know, we get to the ending maybe first I haven't and then gotten over that. times. Maybe I haven't gotten over the idea that I seemingly think that we've seen him die. So nothing really does matter. In the whole overall deal of Dr. Ware and stuff. We're going to move to the next book, which is Batman Urban Legends number 12. And and again, if people listening, they can say if you think that Eric's on the up and up or I'm on the who they think is, you know, the, how they're going with the story as well. But this is Batman Urban Legends number 12. And it continues the stories, everyone continuing and the bookend stories will continue for a while. These are going to be around for four more months. So. It is one of those, if you're not enjoying these stories, you this had is, said. This is last month is where you jump off of Urban Legends, and I think most people did. I said that there wasn't much of a uh, 
you know, any hype for this book anymore like we had when we had that first bit with Jason Todd, Chip Zdarsky writing it, well, the idea of Grifter that we like, and we were pushing the Grifter thing a lot. And not only just the idea of the Grifter, because Grifter's a hard sell, but it's also tying in with Batman and, like, you know, Fox Tech and stuff like that, and so it was more, in, and like, you know, connected to the main DC universe on top of just being a Grifter story. Yeah, and with that, I think that that's a big play. And and even the, the Red Hood thing, you don't have to get that connected to the Red Hood, but it did end up... But I love Red Hood. <laughs> but it also continued on with World War Z and how Red Hood has. I mean, it had repercussions of it, or Tesla Z, because you ended up having the idea, I'm, I'm not going to kill anymore. You know, that whole thing that they always play, but it seemed like you went from there to progress out of that. And these just seem like... And even the other stories in there, you end up with this book, it, it is an anthology book, and you can have stories just out of nowhere, but it seems like they're running out of steam with just the idea of stories and what to tell. And you get these things, and I just I don't feel connected with this book anymore. And we start with the Vita Ayala and Nicola Saiz-Mizija story, Batman and Zatanna in Bound to Our Will, part two of six. What a story. What's going on here with magic? I, I'm, I'm actually intrigued by it, but it, am I intrigued because I don't know what's going on? Well, just the idea that we've been info. doing this for year after year. I mean, Weeb as in like Batman and Zatanna. We accidentally opened up a portal to another realm, and every year we try to fix it. We only suture a little bit, but then those sutures pop, and we have to keep like putting a little like bandage over this to keep the universe of monsters at bay that we opened up. But now we figured out how to do things a different way. But while that's going on during the times that we've been doing this over the years, some other mystical forces come around and made sure to screw up our new spell to knock us out. But now we're going to do another spell where we use our own life force to put, like, you know, plug up this hole. But there's a monster that came out that the Nazi lab coat lady's going to wear. I'm like, look, yeah. this, this, stop, please. And Constantine shows up. Okay. Also, you have to throw in the idea that you set that weird deal at the beginning. And again, it was set up. So I, I can give Vidal all of that credit. But the idea that after this, Bruce and Zatanna both are pissed off at each other and don't yeah, want to talk. For months. And in my mind, that was not the idea. It's almost like touching a raw nerve when they do this and they kind of have to give each other space, whatever. In this, you end up in this. And also the idea where Zatanna finally figures out maybe something that will finally stop this. But in the meantime, you know, German crazy scientist magic ladies actually there at that point. But she says, oh, by the way, Batman, I ended up getting rid of our connection with each other because you were a jerk every time we went back. I'm like, I never. At you this point, did. Yes, at this point, don't you think they would have discussed that? Maybe. But no, also just been over talkers. that, right? Because it plays it off like Zatanna thinks this is such a diss. I thought we were friends. I thought that you loved me. It doesn't seem to be well, that. Everybody's thinking weird things because the idea like, you know, yes, Batman's not going to talk about his emotions, but they've been friends and lovers for a long time. Well, you know, former lovers, but even the idea is like, even like we are hiding our emotions and what we feel here. And not only are we doing that, but everybody else thinks there's a weird situation because even when we had last issue when they went off to go do the ritual, you had weird ass Superman like, don't do anything I wouldn't do. That was that. And that was also Superman you, with you the treat setup. You well. I, I love it. It's like every time you go, I don't Superman know where you go. Superman gave me the shovel talk. It was such a crazy you know, what's Superman. I, it's so funny. He's like, Hey, when you guys come back, you like, can't even look each other in like, the eye. I wonder what he reason. really thinks happens. Banging. That's what it's going yeah, well, on. I, but what kind of banging? Because Pretty he kind. does say, like, you won't even with, look at each TP. other. Like, this is like when like, they go off for their <laughs> kinks. Uh, all Everything's no holds barred weekend. 
And like I, I'm telling you, the way that he played it out, and I would have loved, can we go back and have the idea that we get what he pictures happens? Because there's got to be some crazy-ass shit in his mind of what these two are up to. Um, Bruce, obviously, weird, right? guys are up to someone. Zatanna just left with fishnets and a freaking uh, bustier. I'm like, so she always wears. Yeah, that'd be funny. Superman has cut all the clues. He's not the world's greatest detective. He's like, I don't know. You do some crazy shit. She comes back talking backwards. No, no, that's what she does, Superman. I'm a that's fucker so does. hard, she's going to talk backwards. I want to point out where I realize crazy. now. I think that I have problems. I, you know I have problems with the backwards magic, right? And and you, you don't like it either, right? But this is my point. I ended up realizing, and I thought that the idea where I finally realized that I can't visualize things. Maybe that's it. But I ended up <laughs> in the car today. I ended up dropping Logan off to play basketball. And I ended up in the car, and the safety dance came on. We like the safety dance, right? Uh-huh. And it comes on, and the extended version has them at the beginning where the lady in the band goes, S, 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 A, A, A. I'm sitting there after, I'm like, what the hell is she spelling? I knew the song. I know what to, and I'm like, sod free. And actually, then it comes up again. I start trying to sing along. I can't spell. I'm like, S, 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 A, E, T, T, F. I'm like, I'm just happy you can spell Eagles. And I was, yeah, really. I ended up like, Oh, that that was my whole thing in my mind. That's why I don't like the backwards word magic, because I don't like the forward words. Because I can't words. read. Yeah, I, I don't like the forward. But thinking in my mind of what it is, I also, word scrambles are the worst. I, I don't know what they are. I, I give up. But the idea of this, again, is, yeah, Vita Ayala trying to hinge this on not just the end of the world expanding, you know, scar on Earth here where it's a portal or whatever. It's also the idea of, you don't like to look at me afterwards. And Batman has to be That's what Jess grow, says. grow up. Because he seems like, what? And like you said, they're like, not me. Yeah, you. Oh, no. But this whole deal is they done messed up again. Something has come through and they can't figure out what it is. After but did they big, mess up again? Because yeah. it was the Nazi lab lady with her, with her dog life force eating Monster Man. Yeah. The Monster Man comes in, right? And I'm like, what does this book have so much as the kink of just mutilating and hurting animals? But you end up oh, with no, no, monster we'll get there in the end with no, Ace that's the what I'm saying. Because just the this entire and last that. issue of this anthology story of Ace the Battle, like, did it make you spend, sad? Let us spend seven eighths of this book showing you freaking animal torture. That's what like, I'm saying. Fuck. It made me so sad. Like the, the vibe and then they're of like, it. Okay, now we're gonna have a super pet squad. I'm like, that's, you're not making up for any of that bullshit you did. Oh, my God. And even that, yeah, the, t- calling it Super Pets doesn't make up. And so when I reread it for the podcast, I'm like, even this poor little dog, he just came over but here. Gonna and the election. And holy moly. I know. That's so weird. We're going to make him a Professor X. Oh, so you end up where they go back to this location. I love the I love the convoluted way that Bruce explains this. All he has to say is. This is kind of my property. He's like, well, they were going to tear it down, this but then I got so it. But then weird, everybody. The explanation for this weird warehouse like building that he has is like no almost a micro it. cave or just a safe house. I'm like, I don't know what the hell he was talking about with what, all the times that they had to come back here to do this. I'm like, this better be some kind of like, you know, historic bat thing that I should recognize, but just don't that they're trying to make, you know, either light up here. But I have no idea. Either that or they, they move the gravestones. I, I don't know because the idea of. Well, they were going to tear it down. I didn't like that because it's history. I came in and I bought it. Then I was going to renovate it, but the people had moved on. From, these fickle the people in this town, right? On. They had moved on. So then he says, so I 
made it into like my little base, but but it has to be run down. So the idea is I didn't want to go too far into making something special because it didn't feel I'm like really just work on what's going on here. Well, look I at don't the scene because that. I'm trying to figure out the progression of this because the idea, like, of course you have a safe house nearby, one thousand miles from Gaston, but always safe house. But what is that thing? At, like in that small little panel after Zatanna says that. I thought that was like the tower thing. I don't know. Is that know. a part of the building? Is it a weird, but like, uh, like Batwing jet? I don't, I, I don't know. I, it I looks like some I, armored piece of nonsense, and I don't know what it is. I don't either. And yeah, you see scaffolding outside and whatever, but it almost feels like, I know. And, and really, somebody the place like. This isn't fixed up. Who's doing this? The poor little kids in the town, they're like, oh, you hear about the ghost of the old mausoleum? Let's go. They get fried. They go in the bat security. And it's just like, well, just make a safe house, please. And so you have this to take page space. I don't know. But Zatanna helps out Batman. And that's where she says, yeah, I think that there was, you know, you always end up looking at me bad. And I ended up severing that. So you're off the hook, Batman. Bruce, get out of here. And they end up having a perimeter alert. We had seen Constantine earlier drinking and trying to pick up guys as he does. And he ends up showing up. And then I think that the art. There's a little bit of a weird deal here because when I it shows up, I care for the art in the middle of this book though, because yeah. out of nowhere it feels like while we had like I don't know, pretty normal looking art, like almost I'm not house style, but just I know, yeah, yeah, people looked like they're supposed to in a comic of my mind. For some reason, when Zatanna and Bruce are like you know getting patched up in the safe house, it, all of a sudden it looks very cartoony. Yeah, I love that spread page, the idea where they're doing that you know back and forth spell to do this. I thought that looked really good, but when at the end. Constantine shows up and, you know, Zatanna says, oh, why are you here? Oh, you screamed out for me. I came. And he says, you know, and it looks like I made it just in time. Any longer in the two of you might completely fade to nothing. I think they were supposed to be fading away. But they don't look it, right? I thought that was because they used their life force to, you know, do this. And it was a risky move with the magic because it could backfire. I think that it's supposed to be, you know, back to the future deal where they might have been kind of fading away. It was one of those things when they talked about, like, in Ghostbusters, like, you know, we could cross the streams either. It's a complete, you know, it'll do the job or it'll destroy the universe. Like, so that was, like, the odds it seemed like Zatanna had for the spell. But when they are just standing here, I'm like, Fade away, don't fade away, whatever. Constantine <laughs> here is a save the day. Love is love enough, fade away. You end up there where I just, I thought that maybe we should see them a little Agreed. bit faded out and that we could Look, say, oh my ghost. God. But yeah, no, it's just there. So I think maybe something went wrong there. Uh, but overall, and I, I, again, I love the I idea. I like of, the story. I love the idea of Zatan and Batman team up. It's oh no, classic, that's great. Right? The premise and is having garbage. A connect, having a connect to them. As kids, and they weren't ready for things and doing some wacky spells and things like that. I like that as well. But the story's doing nothing. It's pretty much garbage. But we go then to the White Witch. The story that everybody needed. The, the character, the breakout character of Fear State, the White Witch, the freaking superpowered clone of Simon Saint that showed up in the Catwoman book to ch- kill people, but then go off and not kill people and then eventually come back and kill people. You needed her backstory. And here it is. Nobody wanted this. If you were really going to do something here, and they, you want Ram V to do something. I know that this this starts to feel like where you ended up having James Tynan. Oh, crap, I didn't do anything with the gardener. Let's do a one-shot. They're allowing him to do this. But like you said, almost the same thing. And again, you're more into the detective story, right? Yeah. So you want to know, I don't really care about Dr. Ware. I care less about White Witch. And I agree. I've moved on from the White Witch at this point. Moved on. Because 
I don't think we were ever there with her well, because the she kept is, changing. Exactly. The idea that we had this weird, like, you know, assassin lady who looked like the the character Ghost from the Ant-Man and Wasp series with had the phasing abilities, and later on she's a bunch of clones, and each one has a different ability, but even with those abilities, Harley, the gardener, and Catwoman were able to kick all their, all, all their asses easily. I'm like, and then the last I don't bit, know. Wait, uh, you end up having Ghost Maker. Wait a minute. Oh says my her God, name. Rhea. So that made it silly, but with that... Do you think it's Rhea or just Ray? Because I look at this, it's R-H-E-A, and I'm like, you replaced that R with my S, and now it's my name, Shay. So I don't, do I pronounce it like Shay, or is it Rhea? I, I think, I don't know. Say I feel like Ghana Rhea is what I go, Eric, is how I used to I'm sorry to hear my that. deals. But when you, you end up and Spell you said... That. You said my big thing in this, because the idea of it already looks like another character, Marvel character, right? So... I, what is the what is the pull here? When you ended up having like a Yara floor and it was announced you were going to have that in the future state, people were so enamored with that look. That's what really started the hype. And, and so even other characters, I mean, you don't like the designer, but at least he I had don't. a look, right? He had and everybody's look. look that guy had. He fell into that look. He fell into a wardrobe trunk is what the, he did. Yeah, the look is generic, so it can't be the look. And the character was nothing, never really explained, ill-explained, and and went against Clone. everything. Who wants this? I mean, who is waiting? I, I think maker. that you're just there for people like Ram V. I even see people where I'm reading reviews, and I swear to God, these people are trying desperately to say something nice about this story and still can barely do it. Like the idea of, oh, well, it's intriguing. Oh, my, it's it's a mind screw that we'll end up. I just read it. I'm like, I don't need this. First off, it plays off like a, a, a Red Room Black Widow ripoff. The idea that they're being controlled. It's got clone stuff with it as well. But you even then end up throwing in one of my favorite authors of all time, Gene Wolfe. And that is legit. That's a legit book. That's not made up for this. That is a book that won a lot. She hands it to him. He is one of my favorite authors. And I still don't like the idea of this because I don't need you to throw that in at the end of just remember. Well, that's the thing. is I'm, I'm trying to figure this thing out because we have these clones, different versions of Ray uh, right here, the White Witch. And each time that there is a new version, a new clone, they seem to have all the memories of the original White Witch character and stuff like that. And like, but... To the this doctor who wants to help the White Witch here, let the like you know, even though they're gonna die, but ultimately help like the the legacy of the character each time she's cloned and brought out. That you're gonna read this book and you're gonna make some kind of mental suggestion to yourself about when this happens, you're gonna remember these things. So even though that this clone is killed here, is it gonna be that like you know she's gonna have some kind of weird you know subconscious device in her mind that she's gonna be able to remember that she gets killed over and over again? Maybe. The thing is, this book, it's almost like a memento deal. The book uh, is a book where this guy makes a scroll of all of his memories down, and it gets longer and longer through that, and then some of the entries are missing, and he's got to figure it out. So maybe she just, that's that simple. She ends up making a journal and hiding it, but I don't think she's going to be able to do that. But I think the idea is that Ramby's going, reading a book about somebody who has to remember things will make her remember that she has to remember to remember. I don't know what. And she loves that ghost maker. Just as an aside, it's the Book of the New Sun series that I really like at Gene Wolf. He's really good. Uh, but I'm not with read that, it. It, I know. I, I'll never read it again either, but it was really, really good. But in that, when you're going here, I'm like, I, I don't need that because right away you're already showing something here that does connect, but only if you know that. And it's extraneous information that shouldn't even be in my mind in the. Yeah, it's, it can be. But the idea that he's almost doing legwork by 
hey, you got to go read this, or at least we can. No, no, I it's think you weird. get the gist from it, like for what they tell you here. With the well, ideas. like I said, though, this is the soldier in there. It's not just read. Like they could have any book you read, and if you remember the book, you remember this is almost the same story in that book of what's yeah. happening to her. So she's supposed to read this to remember. It just is kind of out of nowhere and ridiculous. This doctor just ends up feeling bad because these clones are. You know, living, breathing women, and they get. I shot just at need the to end. make sure that they can remember their past or see how much they remember, but they never remember enough because Simon Singh always comes in and kills them. But I feel bad. So read about Latro here, who had to remember his life, and you can remember yours. Yeah, exactly. So she may make a scroll. Who knows? But with that too, though, with. You know, you have and, to throw and in the thing there. Is, and By what the way, the, you can read real quick and you have the, Exactly, you know, because like we talked about previously in the Catwoman book, or maybe even in the first issue when we, uh, that we dealt with this, the idea that each clone has its own unique special powers that it needs. And this one just happens to have like, you know. Just happens. Like, like uh, what is that, that? Instantaneous memory that Barbara yeah. Gordon has and stuff like that. I can't remember even the word. even But also said speed here. reading. Yeah. And exactly, speed reading and comprehension. Yeah, and so that the idea of an assassin that does end up having all the memories, that's kind memory. of a cool deal. Yes. With all of them so that you don't have to retrain. You keep training on top of the training. But the thing is now is, well, if she remembers the wrong things. And it's something we've seen a lot of. And it's just, it's a character. The whole foundation of Sand here is a character that we really don't care about. And I don't know that we'll see much of. And even if we did, I don't know that I'll care. Because I really didn't care. And this isn't making me care anymore. He even threw in the last bit. Uh, in the beginning of the training with Bruce and goes like that seemed like that was going to be something okay that makes it a little bigger but now we're just back to just clone 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 shoot 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 Simon Saint coming in we know that doesn't work out we saw the White Witch a bunch of them then just get their ass kicked like you said by the Gardner and Harley and and Catwoman it just it doesn't really play out so that's a shame superpowers yeah yeah and so then we go to the next deal which is the Eternity. Eternity Kid Eternity Eternity in Gotham that's written by Mohel Amashigo with art by Arist Adin. And I want to like this story. I did I like, like the beginning. I like this issue more than the I, last one. I like the beginning more because this just ends up where, and, and here, it's going to be what you we go into this for. We actually have him doing Kid Eternity stuff this issue, though. What I'm saying is you have to go into this. If you are using this just to introduce Kid Eternity to everybody, the new attorney, and we're going to go from here to do something else, That'd be cool. There's not much of this eternity out there anyway, so it would be cool. But really, you're just it feels just like by the numbers of, OK, then we'll show this. We'll show. And I didn't feel it being any bit gripping or anything. It's a mystery, Jim. The girl next door, Hannah, she was murdered in her apartment. And Chris Freeman, the freaking you know, pathologist or like the uh, the coroner for the Gotham Police Department that he is, he has to use his kid attorney powers to go and pull her soul out to find out who was the one that killed her. But like most things in life, nothing's ever going to be easy because them ghost memories, they all scrambled. Oh, they get scrambled to ghost memories. I do like when he goes to get her out of, you know, the, the purgatory. limbo, purgatory, yeah. whatever she'd be in that. I do like that, the idea that he goes in and explains it. It's like, you know, parking lot, park car, I got to find the car. That poor one. Hey, hey there, Hannah. Oh, you're not Hannah. Don't leave me. me. <laughs> like, oh, my God. And I thought that it was written well enough that, and if it was more of an expanded story, I think you get more. But when Hannah realizes that she's dead, I did like that. I, like, I got a little bit of feels of maybe what it would feel like. Like, you, you always kind of, go past that in books and comic books like that of that idea of like oh my god i'm dead like how is this i i don't so i thought that that was played out it's just like i said it's just kind of by the numbers deal and then at the beginning you even have to set up where you know his the, the detective comes in who was kind of an asshole to him this whole time 
But then it's like, hey, can you deal with this case that you might be involved with, but maybe not? And kind of figure it out. And it sets it up. But he goes. But in the end, he ends up seeing that it's somebody close, Eric. And do you think that the idea of that other guy, is that just the landlord? It it certainly looks like it, right? So the idea of somebody stalking her and things, is that just a, a red herring out of nowhere? Well, the and then thing just is, the idea, like, you had, like, somebody kill her, right? And the thing is, she's talking about, like, she is a stripper, and she had somebody from work who was harassing her, and it seemed like that might be a way for her to go. Yeah, and it, it seemed like that, but that was kind of left behind, especially because you're going to see. But, yeah, it does look like the landlord being maybe controlled by Regina. We don't know Regina, the other woman there, of what is. And I do like when the police come and question um, and then, like, he doesn't mention Regina. So she ends up like, oh, thanks a lot. I'm not really big with the police, and they're not big with me. So that's fine. It's it's good. I, I'm telling you, I think I'd like the just out of nowhere, the surprise that we were getting more of eternity in this new deal in the first bit. But and only one issue left, though. Yeah, we only have one. I just think that he ends up going. And, the thing is, with Regina, this, it always what ends are you up doing? Crazy. Mind controlling people. I hated that, Hannah. Oh, you bitch. And, and, yeah. And the thing about the all end. this is you always think that Still there's like going to be – You always wait for an M. Night Shyamalan ending in books like yeah. this, though, especially with Eternity there where he goes and like, oh, my God, Regina's been dead for decades. Like, I don't know. It always <laughs> all makes of a sudden the like the idea that Regina's there like, I think Regina did this. And all of a sudden the landlord, who's Regina? We ain't got no Regina here. Regina. And it turns out all this time that she's a ghost, but she's more corporeal than the rest because exactly. she's been here longer. And she's a vengeful spirit. She couldn't cross <laughs> over no into idea. the purgatory deal. So she is more real to him. I don't know how that would work. Then we find out that the landlord, he's actually not a landlord. <laughs> It does make me feel like... Turns out he's a former heart surgeon. It does surgeon. make me feel like, though... That Twist. Are really, and now a cab driver and landlord. Twist. You end up... I think that it's like he won't even remember doing it because she is dead. It's all wacky because he's also is, set up as really looking like he's just a real scumbag that might have done it, right? No, he's just a piece of crap, though. Like, the idea that Hannah's dead and it's like a, a day later, even if it's that, and he's going into her apartment to clear the shit because can't have this place empty all the time. Like, you are already moving on from and this Isn't is still that a crime a cool scene. deal, though? Because you can, at the end, you think, is he trying to cover up the crime scene? Or does he want to... Re- I mean, there are landlords like that. They'd be like, okay, you know, throw... You ended up living in a house that had problems. You did have a man that killed Hannah in the background because we do see one of Chris Freeman's other powers as kid attorney touching the mind of the ghost itself to see for himself what was going on in the background of her final moments yeah, on you Earth. See Regina. She sees Regina, the girl yep, that Regina's he's been hanging there, out with. And that's the big deal. And he even has the progression of, hey there, Tony, I'm going to go home now. Hey, do you want somebody to walk you home because of that stalker? Nah, he'll get over it. I'm like, those are the famous last words, lady. You're You're in Gotham here. I would want to walk home from anybody all along. Or I was getting, it was weird because at first I thought Tony was the harasser. I, this is like, he's always like, walk you home, pretty lady. But he seems to realize what's going on. He's but a yeah, guy, he's looking out. Yeah, it's Regina there. I, I actually, I don't know if it was even said, but I didn't know that Hannah was a stripper either. And I'm like, all right, that was thrown. But it, you, you find out now. So it's okay. It is probably the best story in this book, though, right? I mean, the thing is, if you look at it, though, because the person shoved Hannah into her bathtub and pretty much strangled her to death in there. And if you look through the memories of it, for everybody that we've seen in this book so far, the man's got some hairy ass <laughs> forearms and, and it hands. Was me. And the landlord. 
has some hairy ass forms and hands. So if we're playing with the cast of characters that we have here, the landlord done did it. And, and that's the thing. You only have one more issue. Are you just going to reveal some character out of nowhere or whatever? But that's Friday the 13th did it. They're fine with it. People love that if movie. If it's Regina doing it, she could have just mind controlled anybody. And maybe she was, you know, what doing that. What is the mind control of Regina? I don't know. What do you think he would do that with her I just watching on? I'm hoping that's the M. Shyamalan twist, but the idea out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. She's one of them. They're telepaths. No, so I, like, I, I right. think that has to be something unless they're just like, I want your apartment. I, I don't know. But. I do see that Hannah, she got some really lame-ass tattoos. I think maybe Ethan gave him those. Those look like prison tattoos. But we'll go to the last story, which is the the furnace, the hounded furnace. Uh, it's part two of six. Hounded, I'm, part two of I'm six, looking at the that. furnace. It's so weird the way it plays out in the actual book. But Left, yeah. right, up to down. It is actually <laughs> called, really, Eric, Ace the Bat Hound in Hounded. Part two of six, it says on the credits page at the beginning. So we'll just go with that. And we have furnace thrown in there. But you end up finding out, as we already knew, that Mr. Schwan here. Mr. Schwan, the guy who's in charge of the Gotham City Pet Cemetery and Crematorium? You know, that guy. And he ends up, you know, getting rid of problems, all animal-based. But he also likes to dabble on a little... You know, weird surgeries and tests. I love and- burying pets and cremating pets. But you know what I love more? Pets that have, like, in need of a home that I then take in and do fucked up experiments on. Like, you know, the idea of a tortoise. That's a slow animal. So you know what I got to do? I got to make that animal fast. We got a dumb animal over here. I'm going to make that bitch smart. Yeah, I don't know that a chicken is that dumb, but they're going to do it. And then I love the idea. Like, why would you do this? Because he has this guy walking with him. Why would you do this? Well... You know, what you do is to test things out. You want to see something get faster? Well, you get something slow to do it so you can see it. And then, by the way, then, I, I like the guy's like, well, why'd you put that damn chicken in a wheelchair? Yeah, I got bored. Like, Here's the chicken <laughs> over here. He's a dumb animal. So I cut his legs off and told him to play chess. <laughs> Fuck. And you're like, what's going on with it? Well, you know, most of the chess players, the best ones are in wheelchairs. They're like, I don't think that's true. Ah, whatever. I got a chess master chicken, a fast tortoise over here, and I got a squirrel who's a, who's a fucking hell of a thief. That guy, you know, not only is he a thief, but he's a fucking nut. Oh, my God. You end up where we do find out. Siberia, which we had an issue with. Club it's Siberia. It's actually a club. I wish that was said before. So at the end of last issue, we said, take him, just fly him to Siberia. Like, oh, fuck, is that going to be a, like a straight flight right there? Is that a helicopter? What's going on? No, it's a, it's a club. I've, I've read reviews for this, right? And I, I'm reading these reviews, and they're pretty much going with the line, you know, everybody, it seems, such an uplifting story. I was so depressed reading this book. Even the idea where we don't have like bad things happen, where this fucking group has come together and has trained a dog specifically for Lex Luthor's needs. They call him Lick Luthor. Love the shit out of this. But Lex out of nowhere, even though he's one of the smartest men in the world, oh fuck, I forgot I'm allergic to dogs. Get rid of the dog. So now we just have the dog back here, heartbroken. Even this small ass part where this Lex Luthor does not want the dog that was pretty much built for him. That shit's sad. Yeah, I mean, the, the dog's like, Claritin or something. Try to work on those allergies and just go. And so with that, too, as you go through this. Licks I, they Luther. End, <laughs> Licks Luther, okay. <laughs> and it's nice. And you end up where, uh, also then go back and get another, like a hairless dog or something like that. But you end up with this guy's like this chicken. And they say, oh, we're teaching it to play chess. Oh, is it good? Eh, I don't know. But we also put him in a wheelchair. And you know what? By next week, he's going to be able to talk. We're teaching him that. You know, the first thing he's going to say is, kill me. Please kill oh, me. Yeah. 
I, I'm an abomination. I, Please kill me. My life is pain. It's like Metallica's song one's about this chicken. People say really he's an SOS. It's tapping on. It, it actually somehow that that makes him win chess matches. The pawns and all the other chess pieces are spelled out. Kill me on Damn the board. Right. Yeah, I want him to now go to Central Park and he's Check a chicken me. in a wheelchair playing like seven games at once. Oh my God! Look at that chicken go. You end up where Mark Russell's coming up with an idea of. What do you think he wants? I want a drumstick. <laughs> wants death and so the idea that he comes up with this team that is like oh my god the most abused whatever that's good it's going to be uplifting because they're going to go and take it to the streets they're like the fucking canine animal version of of a team as they're going to take it there and it's so depressing to me and people this is the best thing ever just imagine this movie about an uplifting tale about how animals are able to survive on their own this will actually imagine this that was that movie in the 90s where Emilio Estevez played the dog Homeward Bound Homeward Bound Incredible Journey that's what it was just imagine this uplifting animal movie where they're trying to get back to their family but in order to have this great moment you then spend an hour and a half of this movie watching them get tortured like in hostile and shit like that and then you have the uplifting and I'm like no one's gonna remember the nice moment at the end because all we're gonna know is that these animals were tortured and want to die no and so when you get going here and you have some things even where there's parts where i even got sad because at one point you see the bear walking Ursa. and i thought they amputated one of his legs i'm like oh he just don't walk too <laughs> no, he well. just worked it but you end up having this idea of we're gonna torture them we're gonna make them do these experiments but unbeknownst to us each bit is going to be an Ocean's Eleven of mutilated animals. I mean, isn't this a pitch that everybody would love? Because they're awful abilities that they've been taught. And really, old Little Nuts, the squirrel, he gets out little pretty nuts. easy, right? Little Nuts gets well, out. He's still a kid. He just steals. But I'm saying, all he does is steal things. He's not in a wheelchair without legs. He's not yeah. maimed. He's like, holy crap. He used to be Big Nuts, Jim. <laughs> That's the big deal. Oh, my. I know his pain. You end up where they're talking even about Ace and like, oh, yeah, he used to be a fighting dog. We're going to get him back to that. How the fuck do you know that? You wouldn't even know that. He is now Ace. You grabbed him from Batman. You'd have no idea. Word on the streets is he got it from the Royal Flush Gang or the Joker. So I forget what the origin was now. Like the idea of it is so weird that it has to then be you can't even just have Ace. Getting past the awfulness of, oh, we're going to make him a fighting dog again. We're not going to make him a fighting dog, Jim. What we're going to do is we're going to use our super pet cemetery technology to look inside his mind to see what he can show us of Batman. They also say he was once a fighting animal. We'll make him one again. Oh, great. Yeah, then they're going to probe his brain. Get the mind movies of the dog. <laughs> it's Homeward Bound. Homeward Bound WTF. Yeah, I... <laughs> People love it. I'm, 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 pe- there are people. Le- at That's least what we're two- talking about, detective. This- some people like stuff. But at Jim. least two reviews, Eric. They're saying they want an ongoing of this awfulness. Well, some people are sadists, just like to see animals hurt. I, I, I get it. Yeah, I'm an animal lover. Th- That's what people are like. I'm such an animal lover, so I love this. I'm like, no, no, I don't. And and so with that, you're going to force those people are going to grow up to be serial killers. You're going to force a lot of narratives in this. A lot of like catchphrases. The idea of well. The furnace is there at the end for us all. All right. Yeah, you're also making me miserable as well, just on top of that. But how many times in this big award presentation, because nobody knows Dr. Schwann is a piece of shit. They think he's good where he's like, yep, you're just as good as how you treat the animals. Oh, yeah, they're clapping. Yay. Oh, wait a minute. I have something else. You're only as good as how you treat the animals. Oh, yeah, I liked it better the second time, asshole. And yeah, so with that, you end up seeing the Ocean's Eleven again of mutilated animals where they end up going and breaking out of this, you know, facility. 
Now they're on the move. They're taking it to the streets. Is it a notion's lesson or is it a jailbreak, Joe? It's both. It's I not mean, a heist. Well, it is a heist in an opposite way it's because a jailbreak. they weren't really imprisoned right. But I'm saying the Ocean's Eleven is the you got the wheel man, we got the thief, we got they have everything is specifically made to get out of there. You got the code cracker. So yeah, you're gonna get out of it, and then there's Ace leading the way of just a, an atrocity uh, of a team. I mean, just the idea where they're going to have to go. And I, I like what, the one what thing. What happened to Lex Luthor? Why did they leave Lex they Luthor alone? Because he didn't have a specific skill except loving Lex. That's all he had, Eric. Let him love. Choose love, Jim. Choose life. You go to Siberia and you end up uh, having Batman. And, and just like such over-the-top Batman dialogue, too, that just felt ridiculously lame. But nobody knows you're here, Batman. Ooh, I know somebody does. And I'm not even talking Ace. I mean that chicken in the wheelchair. Eric Professor Klux is what I'm calling him. It's making, making me sad when I ended up seeing that the poor bear, Ursa, just He did. might be foul, but never call him chicken. <laughs> that would be great. Now, why can't they talk? Because the chicken is going to suddenly talk. And I, he has to say, you could call me whatever, but don't you call me chicken. It's gonna be so funny. We still have four issues of this. I'm gonna cry every. How month. is this not a three issue? I'm gonna cry every. I gotta see Clucks a lot. It's so ridiculous. So yeah, last month was a great time to jump off of this series in my mind because really, Kid Eternity. It's not for everybody, but it is my favorite story out of all of these because you have a lot of animal abuse here and a revised version of Ace the Bat Hound, which you may like with the new super fucking pets team. It, it's it's weird and not for me because really this issue is like let me show you how much bad we can oh torture out. Like, ah, I don't need that. There's a ton of Bruce stuff. It just continues on the idea where it feels like. That story has ruined the relationship because for the majority of the year after doing this, those motherfuckers hate each other. We might get around to not doing this, but just the progression is not great for me. And what is the other story? The freaking White Witch. White I don't Witch. Care yeah, about no, no, that we character. always forget it. Actually, when we're going through these, that's the big telltale. We barely can remember the ones. I'm telling you, <laughs> when they end up where you had the Tom King reimagining the Good Boy story. He's a good boy. Yeah. And that was the ace, and he was there. He was tortured. He ended that up being a fighting dog. And ended up, I actually, there is another story that I always forget about a uh, black farmer soldier that ends up being treated poorly when he comes back from like World War II. That is really, really good. I wish I could remember to suggest that. No, this was actually just a a little bit of a mini type deal. I think he might have won an Eisner for that one. I'm talking about the best story he wrote in Batman. Oh, I know. I'm just saying best overall is that he does have this other one that people should check out. But that you ended up liking that. I thought that that was a little, you know, I didn't like the, over-the-top viciousness of it and made me feel weird and all that stuff. But that was way better than this shit. I mean, the idea that they're taking it to the streets with, with this crazy deal. And and i telling you, I'm reading this. I already feel sad. And then I have to watch animals being prodded with an electrical prod. I'm like, I, I just don't get it. I don't know why and I'm we're like, doing this. Why this. am I doing this on Saturday? This is what I usually do on Tuesdays. Don't double dip. Exactly, Eric. But yeah, so with all of that, what would you Monster. give this? Five out of ten. Gave it a five on the site. I'm going to stick with that. I give it a five out of ten. So that is so that, yeah. This the thing is, you having oversized, overpriced book, and none it, of the right? stories ever really feel like they're worth buying. Like I said, I like Kid Eternity, but I can't see that being a selling point for this book. No, and it's that's not worth eight dollars. And no. so when we end up going here, you, you kind of because it ends next issue. Yeah, well, with a book like this, we try not to get too much into the idea and I didn't of like the, the price first issue and of stuff, it. Right? We did end up mentioning a lot, like oh, the back. 
up, you added a dollar of his worth or whatever. But this book, because it's eight dollars, it's such a big part of it. You're gonna have to like, and you, in my mind, you have to really like at least two of the stories to make it worthwhile. And even then, it seems. And then this, I don't like any of them. Well, maybe you're Rockefeller. It doesn't well, matter. Well, maybe, but, and some people might be, but I don't know with, and we even talked about it on the Thank God It's Friday, the idea that I am Batman. Is that the idea that you already have too many bat books? And so is that going to be one you'd put yes. on your pull list? Like this, though, it's, a, it's like a double deal and the same idea with Well, that. even the idea, like here you have Batman, Urban Legends. Now, let me tell you about Kid Eternity and the White Witch because they happen to be in Gotham as well. Bat books. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I don't think it's worth the eight bucks. And this story made, made me giggle here because I'm awful, but it also made me sad. I was crying and, and, and tearing up at the same time because it's sad and Tears ridiculous. Tears of sadness and laughter, Eric. But we're going to yeah. go right now off to some mail. Yo, it's mail call. It's mail with Jim. Yes, it's the mail section. We have two mails tonight. If you want to be part of the show, the start of the show with Jonathan, Luis, and Eric Shea. Hi. You can end up emailing us at weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com. That will be in the show notes as well. And I do want to mention that a couple weeks back, Eric did send me an email while I we did. were going. It was nasty. It was that honest. Email. It was honest but nasty. And I say that we read everything. That is mailed, so I, I might have to read that by the end of the night. I feel like I've done that know. a lot over the years, so you better go back and do it a lot. Maybe. Maybe. But yes, uh, no on Tumblr. You ended up, I remember way back, you, you put your foot down. Messages on Tumblr, not allowed. They You're have like, to be oh, emails. Oh, we have the mail section. Somebody sent me a tweet. That's not mail. Shut the fuck up. We're going to start with a Jonathan who says, Dear Weird Science DC Podcast. That's us, Eric. Brian Michael Bendis is a criminal, but that's not why I am here. Right. DC is such a mess right now. It's like everything is flopping in the water and just waiting for Jeff Johns to come in and clean it up again with Maybe. the Flashpoint follow-up. It's just one issue, though, that he's doing. And you get Jeremy Adams and Tim Sheridan writing the rest. We like Jeremy Adams enough, but he's not. But I don't know what it's going to be like with Jeremy Adams and Tim Sheridan coming together as one. True. That that might be a little bit weird, but we'll see. We'll, we'll keep our hopes up. And even up. that, like, I like half of Jeremy Adams stuff right now. It's the Jay and Irie stuff because the stuff that we're doing in general with Wally West, it kind of just is meandering and going on and on and not that interesting. Well, maybe we'll get, like, the beginning of Rebirth where it is assumed that Jeff Johns kind of was watching over things and kind of gave final approval. Yeah, so maybe he'll be able to do that stuff. Maybe he'll be doing that. Uh, but he says it's like every time DC gets set up to make things a bit more simple and streamlined for people, they immediately flush that down the toilet and make us all angry. It is exhausting. He says that's something that I've been saying for a bit, that I, I want them to kind of get it a little more simpler, especially to get new fans in as well. But he says, P.S. Brian Michael Bendis deserves jail time for what he has done. <laughs> comic jail time. But he says, comic jail. We'll have to do that. We'll end up each week. We'll say who's in comic jail. Eric Shea. Sincerely, Jonathan Bendis is trash. So, 
And there he is. That's life. So we're going to be on the comic jail suicide squad, I think, by there trying to work off our deal. I'm on the comic suicide watch right now. That would might be. Well, isn't that normal for both of us, Eric? This is not the mail section. Now it's a cry for help. Help. Luis is next. I'm now Sir Clux a lot. Kill me. Luis is next, and he says, Hello, Jim Eric, or hashtag Jim Eric. What's you that, know Luis? what time it is. What time, what time is, is it? Eric? What time is it? It's uh, 8 time. It is, actually, as we are going now. Uh, but it's time for question of the week. This is a moldable choice deal. And he says, I always it was get this dark, wrong. stormy night. Your loved ones were murdered. You swore revenge to whoever killed your family. So it's time to start your training. So who would you want to train you in? And he's going to give us some things of how we're going to solve this mystery. I'm just heading out of town, Eric, right? And I probably would be the main suspect. So I'm bailing. But. You end up in you're detective definitely work. the main suspect now. Well, you always would be anyway if you're the husband. But I'm saying though, but now you've taken off and nobody could find you. Like, yeah, he definitely did it. Damn right. And then they find out it wasn't me. It was fucking Bane all along, just, Eric. Not even going to be looking for Bane because you were just <laughs> uh, so like on the nose with your guilt. And as I'm running, I'm like, I did it, and I ran. I just meant I did it. I'm running away. I meant yeah. the, that process. I right? shot the clerk. I also <laughs> exactly. I shot the. I shot the. Clerk. I need a cousin, Vinny. <laughs> oh, my God. I ended up watching a video the other day where you end up having, like, real lawyer discusses the loyalty, if that's the word, of sure. my cousin Vinny. And I thought, should I watch this? Because I don't, don't want it to upset me, yeah. right? Guy didn't take the fun out of it. He made it more fun, Eric. He said pretty much everything was on the nose of any. He said it's the best lawyer movie. And, in fact, said that, and I don't know if this is true, but in his circle, most of the people who ended up becoming lawyers and whatnot, that's their favorite movie because of that. It's a There's, very good movie. There, well, it is, but also because of the, 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 the lawyer guild. There's only a couple things. And, and some of the things were where basically they would have stopped Vinny because it was more of leading the witness or something like that. But it, he said like most Marissa of the Tomei's stuff would have cracked the case. No, well, that they said that would have been weird and wouldn't have been quite allowed. But if they would have, they probably would have stopped and did something, but. Most of the other stuff they said, and that has always been my big thing with it, but said it was pretty good. But detective work, Eric, you're going to solve the mystery of your family's murder, Eric. I don't know what family you have in mind, right? I don't know. Well, they're but not around, so I have to assume they're It's the Get Fresh crew. Uh-uh, they all died. Detective work. Are you going to get Detective Chimp, The Question, or Martian Manhunter? Martian Manhunter. Yeah, Detective Chimp would probably shit all over the place, right? Because the thing is, he's a detective, but also when he gets there, ethics or no ethics, he could read the goddamn minds. Yeah, yeah, true. I'm looking, well, he's teaching you how to do this. This isn't the idea that he's on the case with you. So he's going to teach you. He's doing it because he's already like telepathically read my mind and realized, oh, he's an idiot. He's not getting shit done. Yeah, maybe that's the case. I I think I'd go with the question. I'm not wasting my time. I'm figuring the shit out. John, John, John Jones is on the case. I get the idea. The question just doesn't hang that much. So when he's done, he's out. I don't need, you know, talking riddles. Never give me the answer because all he is is a fucking question. Detective Chimp, like I said, first off, if you have a liquor cabinet, he's taking all that. He's smoking up the joint. I don't know. Dragging that stupid sword I just don't around. like it, right? And I'm like, telling you about yeah. his blue devil statue what, he has. Yeah, really. Would I be allowed to dress him up in different outfits? Because that'd be kind of fun. Little guy. Is that what <laughs> people do to you? Gym? Maybe. I don't know. You know, Baby Gap, they're like, there was a sale. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm dressing him. I'm like, now you're going to be dressed up as a Ninja Turtle. Oh, you look so cute. Oh, you're a It'd little be great. fan, aren't you? And then you? what I think of in my mind is now I'm taking him around. 
like on Halloween and it's like an ET situation and somebody takes a picture and he spazzes out. I, th- for I some think reason. take the chimp's going to eat your face. He might actually. That, that would not be good. <laughs> oh my God. You know, that that's too soon. Eric, number it's two, not. teach you magic. Would you rather have Zatanna? Etrigan or oh, Constantine? And Constantine, Constantine. He, I don't know. Constantine it's gonna might go take bad, a little bit. Yeah. I do not want to do anything with backwards magic. And Etrigan is going to just be rhyming and pissing me off the entire time. Seriously, I do consider myself quite the rapper, Eric. So I might go with Etrigan. Constantine, uh, at least I know we're going to hang out. We're going to drink, probably fuck. We'll have some good times. And I might learn some magic if not, if my soul doesn't get sent to hell. Satana would give up on me immediately with that backwards magic. Plus, I'd probably look at her bad like afterwards, and she wouldn't like what me. What do you mean, look then, at like, her Batman. bad? I'm saying it's like Batman, like, where it's her? all there like, <laughs> oh. saying, like, I don't like you and stuff like that. But Etrigan. That would be pretty cool there. And then Etrigan would say at the end, like something like, hey, you better watch out. Now it's time. I went in there and straight murdered the rhyme. Something like that, Eric. That would have been a cool deal. And so, yeah, I'd go Etrigan. I want to rhyme and steal. Number three, shooting training, dead shot, red hood or green arrow. I'm not planning on shooting arrows. So. No. And I, I don't know why you need shooting training to go and ch- check out this murder, but because I guess you I'm need gonna it. find the people and kill them, Jim. Well, then it's dead shot for me. What yeah, me as well. Yeah, dead shot. Red Hood. Eh. He, Jason's he, just gonna be an asshole. I know. Yeah, he'd be an asshole, but then he'd start kind of crying about how he's not allowed to shoot. I don't need that. I don't That's, need again, that emotional you know, what, baggage. I just imagine it's like we picked dead shot, but like it was one of those weird, like you know, monkey paw situations because now Floyd now he's training us, and now we have. But no, now he has to go off because his daughter's been kidnapped by Cobra. We never learned shit. Damn right. And then he's like, "I trained you. You want to come with me?" I'm like, "No, I'm on my own case there, toilet face. You know the stuff Zoe. like that." Yeah, oh, really, he's off. We're like, oh my god. Green but I arrow. think Red Hood's like just bitching and moaning the whole time about Batman. He's always complaining about Batman. I don't need that. I'm, I'm, oh, the, the clock's ticking. I got to solve this murder. I don't need that. And number four, hand and combat. I know who I'm going to trick. Cassandra Kane, Connor Hawk, or Rachel Ghoul. Connor Hawk. I'm going Cassandra. I'm not getting my ass kicked by a, like a, a young woman. I, I want to. That's how you get better. Eric. Pain, no, no the pain, thing no is, not gain. even the idea of like, oh my god, I'm not gonna let a girl kick my ass. I mean, like the idea. She's a <laughs> fucking awful. weapon. She might take it too goddamn far. I don't know. She's nice. The problem is, she's, is a, she's trained to kill her. She's probably not, but she's training you. She's not trying to kill me. But the idea of it is, I mean, he, later she ends up attacking, you know, Harvey to show him she doesn't kill him. Connor's got that Zen shit going on. I could probably learn he a lot does. more than just hand to hand. Right, and and then with Cassandra though. I need more explanation, and she can't really verbalize it. Now we're both just staring at each other, pissed off. And then how to be stealthy. Batman, Lady Shiva, or Catwoman, Eric? Batman, definitely Batman. Yeah, I'd go Batman. Because even like Lady Shiva, like, yeah, she's stealthy, but she's more of like the deadliest woman alive and doesn't rely on stealth for that because she's like a blunt, a blunt instrument with how she kills people. But with Catwoman, eh, I don't know. For some reason, like, you know, Batman's always beaten Catwoman in my mind, so he's better. I get the idea that Catwoman would like teach you, like when you go in the room, you look for the shiny stuff. I'm like, I don't need yeah, that. Yeah, put this leather on, shit. And Lady Shiva, there we go. But Lady Shiva, I get the idea, like you say about Cass. Now we, me and her training hand to hand, she might hurt me. I don't know. Lady Shiva would just teach you how to be stealthy, and then out of nowhere, stab you right in the gut with a knife. I don't I'd think be she like, really even cared because you're such not a threat to her. Well, I'm telling you though, she's kind of hired to do this. I think she just want to collect the money and leave. So. And that would be that. So we, so I we would still be just, a, ahead of be, time. yeah, really, I'd be just as bad as as I am now. None of them are going to be able to teach me anything. But that is the end of the mail. Thanks both 
Luis and Jonathan and, and possibly Eric. I'm assuming that later on I'll check my email and I have one of those classic, really to the heart emails that Why Eric sent. Why would I sends. even bother sending another one? Because it never gets read on the show. It would be such a, it, it always makes me sad when I, I'm going, look now, you jerk. I, I end up where it's like, you know, pretty much just like, hey, asshole, <laughs> you're a dick. I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Eric. Does your face hurt? Yeah. Oh my God. Who sang that one? <laughs> I'm like, it would even hurt in an email. Oh my God. You know how to cut right to it. Uh, but that's that. You did not send me one. So I thank did not. you. Thank you. I could tell you love me though. Blink right now if you love me. Oh my God. You do. Here we go though. We're done with the mail. Thanks everybody. And we're going to be going off now to finish the podcast with two books. His blood type's blunder. He's a man you don't need to stutter. He's a selfish lover. Gonna leave you frustrated like that. The stone cold stunner doesn't even talk to his mother. Yeah, it's not even summer. Yeah, it's disgusting when he sweats like that. Break it down. When he looks in the mirror, he's got a chin or two. He's got a sweaty ass glow. Ah, yes, Eric, here we are. We're here for one last section of Deal. That is a song dedicated to you. Your your blood type is butter, Eric, as we all know here. Uh, but we have two more Deal. Very That's angry. a BTS song, Eric. Uh, you would not know that. I would that. not know that. I sent it to you at one point, and I said that you would really like it because it's got kind of a Michael Jackson beat, but you would not listen to what you said. But it's pretty good. But you end up where... Did I say I wasn't listening to it? Because I know there was something I didn't listen to just because Jess was in the room and I don't like to, you know, put on these songs because I don't know what they're going to sound like beforehand. That was probably it. You would like the song. You would really like it. It's right up your alley of things that you actually do like. But we're not here to talk BTS, are we? You like J-Hope, do you? I don't know. Normally we talk about Blackpink, it seems like. Yeah, really. I didn't mention them. I, I, that was for Friday, Rose's birthday. But I think you mentioned with in the all beginning. of that, if we ended up... No, I don't think I did this time. Uh, if we ended up where... Uh, well, that actually didn't. People wouldn't have known until you said that. That's just a side deal. I don't even know what that means. I just know what it has to do with that shit. It's not a blank, uh, black pay. That's just anything. That's just a young thing. Eric. You wouldn't know, you old man. But with that all You're going on, me. if we ended up somehow making this the idea of this is a bts and maybe blackpink podcast i think we would like it would go through the roof it probably would. a lot more people dealing with I that than the comics the though but yes uh with all of that we have two books left here and they again we didn't even mention we mentioned on friday a lot of bat centric titles right all of them and so we end up going into this joker book and unfortunately it was announced that issue number 14 is going to be the finale of it it seems like that wasn't a natural ending to the story, and things might be a little bit forced. We'll see with these next two issues after this one especially, but you kind of have to start tying things up, and they're really, you kind of realize there wasn't a lot going on overall. It was a slow burn, burn story. Samson's which Samson's going to eat the Joker, Jim. What more do you need? And, and, we, and with that, I actually, when I heard you talking and other people talking in the Slack chat, I was hoping... There was more Samson family in here because I actually have the parody of the Beverly Hillbillies. I've been that I was waiting forgetting. for the get more Samson because even the idea of like, oh my God, the Samsons kidnapped the Joker and like stabbed Jim Gordon, and then during that time when the Samsons made it back to their Texas home with the Joker, the Bat family went and got Jim Gordon, flew him back to Gotham, stitched him up, allowed him to heal a little bit. Then Barbara would take over the mission with Cressida during all of this, and I'm like, and at the end of this issue, after all of this stuff has happened, where we've gone into places, gone back to places, doing. 
Joker's still waiting to get eaten. I'm like, they have had him for what feels like a week now. What are they holding on to? I mean, they, they're not like us, Eric. We get right to the it's eating dinner time. Let's fucking eat. I mean, now it's like breakfast two weeks later. Meat's some meat and a man's got to eat. Let's that get to it. That is true. <laughs> you know, past the gums and through the... Yeah, I have all that going on. And yeah, uh, the pacing of this whole series was weird. The idea of finally getting into your idea that this isn't necessarily a Joker book, but Joker's kind of the boogeyman behind everything and everybody going after them. Well, he's the thing is, it's Jim Gordon in the Last Crusade and the, or the, the Raiders of the Lost Ark. And the Lost Ark just happens to be the Joker. Yeah. And so you get to this and knowing that there's only two more issues, it just feels like, oh, really? Like, what's going on here? And I, I did think, and it's weird because I did think that when Tynan was leaving that they were going to end the series. Now I'm upset. I was right in the way because we don't really have much of a story leading into this. And you had a lot of stuff going. And now I want to it's know more. To stay, it's welcome in my mind where I'm sitting here at issue number 12 where, you know, things are not feeling like they're jiving up perfectly with everything else or unless there is an explanation later on. But I'm like, you, you spent a lot of time meandering in this small series and then recapping everything that's going on. And like you had a lot of issues and you did not a lot with them. Yeah, you didn't do a lot with it. And now that it's seems to be forced to an ending that I just kind of like you said, maybe like a Matthew Rosenberg or a Robbie Thompson, somebody could jump on. And maybe continue the deal, right? And maybe we could have developed some, and maybe a change of writers would end up sparking something and going, but we're not going to get that. And now you realize it, it feels very much like Tynan and the JLD book, where there was really some cool things going on, but then when he decides to leave, you realize we didn't really get to much. Now we have to force Heck an ending. Say, Jim. Yeah, yeah. And so with this, you end up having this issue that does end up feeling, okay, now we have to start explaining things, but in a quick way. And it just didn't feel right. It, it felt and a little it in off. A quick I still, way? Well, saying that Bane did a day out of nowhere. Yeah, I but think the that's thing a quick is, we way. We spent the entire issue on like with three separate planes making our way to Texas, but we only spent like two pounds saying, didn't feel like a Joker plane. It felt like a Bane plane. I'm and saying that's go. pretty quick in the way that it's just thrown at you. And I thought the whole basis of this whole series was going to be that slow realization, I mean, really slow, really, that, that Gordon realizes, oh, my God, Joker is it, but he hasn't done anything. I mean, the idea of the A-Day stuff is big Samson stuff, Samson family stuff, really. And when you get to this, you realize they didn't do shit about that, and now it's just that Gordon put two and two together and came up with seven, which equals Bane. And just to do that, and it, it kind of throws everything off in my mind, especially from what set up Fear State. And all that, like everything feels off now because of this one issue. And I only think, and, and also the idea that Bane is a zombie over in Task Force Z, like how does this connect or will it? Will it just be forced through here? And you'll get like a weird little, hey, by the way, this happened before, after, in between, whatever, and never really explain because you only have two issues left. So I don't know, but give us the credits and we'll, we'll get into it in the nitty gritties. The Joker, number 12, written by James Tynan IV, is back up by Sam Johnson, art by Giuseppe Camicoli, Cam Smith, Arif Prianto, Romulo Fajardo Jr., and Tom Napolitano with Benin Ortega, Alex Gumerias, and Becca Carey on the backup art as well. And in this issue, we have three planes, like I said, making their way to Texas. Vengeance is jumping out of the freaking, like, the, the plane on the way there and just coming down like a superhero pose. As Barbara Gordon and Cressida are making their way to Texas as well. And Jim Gordon and Harvey Block are doing the same. And this whole idea where it becomes like a mad, 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 mad world where we all have to get to the same place. Everybody's converging on this area for the big, you know, finale ending, but... 
it takes forever for nothing to happen. Just we, it felt so weird last issue when Jim Gordon was stabbed, and they're like Barbara Gordon, like went and got her father. Like you're out of the game now, Dad. I'm going to take your place for this issue. All right, I took my dad's place, and then as her dad shows up, you send her back home. I'm taking her place. I'm like. We didn't do a goddamn thing. No, even with that two, you have Cressida who's like, you messed up the plan. You're out, Jim Gordon. You're like, and I'm, I'm like, did they take Barbara just as a like a, a bargaining? Like, it felt weird like, even the Barbara set stuff up. Even, then. Even Julia Pennyworth being in a smaller plane that was going to tail them before. Oh, yeah, we got a talent up in that plane. She's being held hostage. I'm like, we haven't accomplished anything anywhere. Give me back my... And the idea of, the, you know, James Gordon. She, like, there's a lot of things that are interesting. And again, that's what we kind of have. And Tynan is big on that. Introducing some interesting concepts. And there's a lot that do this, but... He has these interesting concepts, and then all of a sudden they just kind of get brushed aside because he's leaving early or he's not going to be on the book or it's going to go. And so with that, it does end up where, like you said, you're like, okay, Talon with Julia. Like, oh, what does that do? Yeah, What's going cool. on? Okay. the Who we Tell always do. more about James Gordon Jr. being a Talon and the Court of the Owls. And not only that, but like maybe – and maybe with the last two issues we will, but the idea that Cressida – has talons, which would allow all of us, in my mind, to assume that she is part of the Court of Owls. But then on top of that, the Court of the Owls aren't the big bad here. They only seem to be working for Bane, who's in disguise this whole time. That did all this, like, what? what? Like, what? please. And the thing is, I don't hate this issue. I just I want don't some either. answers. Some re- uh, re- like, I want something to resolve itself that feels like it's in a proper way. And even the idea where... We have Bane, who's apparently dead in Task Force. I don't know if they even brought him back to life after Jason threw him off that building. But the idea that Bane is dead, he's a zombie, he's over there because he died in A-Day during the Joker attack, which was actually, as we thought, a scarecrow attack with Simon Saint to make it look like a Joker attack to get everybody in Gotham afraid to do the fear state. But now it's actually a Bane plan to do this. I have no idea how that works out. But maybe throughout this whole thing, we can make this all work out where that guy in there who died was a part of the clone lab that we had set up with the network previously. Because Vengeance herself, she is a clone of Bane. just a female clone of Bane. So maybe we did some shenanigans with that. And we saw some Joker clones, too. So you could do that. But again, does that make it satisfying? The idea? Because that's still... Because the idea with the fear state, like we said, and that's a tiny story. So he's kind of fudging his own deal up. But the idea, like you said, it was to distract Batman so that Scarecrow can do his things. But it was also that next ramp up of the fear after the whole thing's going Joker war. And then even then Batman said, and, and legitimately said, this doesn't feel like the Joker. It's too quick, but it felt like they announced it as a Joker thing, especially so that people would be like, Oh my God, Joker now is completely. Oh, and God, that was the, the Joker fear of war Gotham. happened. And now he's coming for all of us. And so usually in Gotham, you, you would play. And we, we said about the idea that it was kind of silly where anybody in Gotham have any sort of head on their shoulders or get scared anymore because this stuff is on the reg, right? Fuck you, we're Gotham strong, bitch. When I thought the idea of the fear state and making it seem like the A-Day was the Joker, that changes the script to make them like, wait a second, we all know how the Joker works. He's changing. That's scary. Ramp up the fear. But fear state never really played out well anyway. And now all of a sudden you're just like, hey, it's it's Bane. It's like, oh, my God, the, the court of Alice, the Samson's are all going after the Joker for A-Day because everybody believes that the Joker did A-Day because it was made to look like Joker did A-Day. Even though us readers in the background know that Simon Saint was behind us using with the Scarecrow and all the thing like that to allow the magistrate to get a strong, like a, um, a strong footing 
in Gotham so they can make their move. So the idea that everybody here doesn't know that, just to come out of nowhere, like, I figured it out. It wasn't Joker, it was Bane. I'm like, where'd this left turn come from? I have no idea how you got to this or point. Is it because a wrong I'm pretty sure turn. that we set this all up previously and we know what's going on. And that's the weird thing. Now, again, we're going to go with a mystery that we kind of knew. The, the play of this doesn't change with it being Bane, I think. The idea... But it, it, it bothers me because I thought all this was going to set up, especially with Gordon going after his boogeyman, the whole setup at the beginning. You got to get rid of your boogeyman or whatever. And really, Gordon has it really been abused and used by the Joker all these years. And I thought that the big thing was going to be at the end. Where does Gordon go? Does he remain a good guy, a good cop, a good detective, whatever you would call him now, but still good a good bad. person? I'm the guy or the will gun. he be the guy who does what he thinks he might have always should and kill the Joker, allow him. And I thought the play was just going to be, oh, my God, that Gordon's going to have to protect the guy that he hates the most, that did the most death, because he is a guy who it is the law. It is the idea of innocent, not even the law, the idea of a guy who didn't commit. You're going to kill him for something he didn't do. I'm going to have to step in and stop. And I thought that that would have been the cool deal, which I still think goes with Bane there, because now we all know and he knows that it wasn't the Joker. The well, Samson family, I don't even think by the end they care. Him. Right? They're going to eat him they're and gonna, then they go after him. They're going to put him on a plate. They're going to put him in his mouth. And they're going to say, he tastes funny. Yeah. And I think that the, the deal it's will be. Yeah, really. <laughs> That's what you're going to do. You're going to go with that joke. Oh, my God. Uh, so with that, I need to get the fun. <laughs> now, how does this how does this affect vengeance? Because, you know, there's Bane and she's on. And again, it's just vengeance going after the, like, you know, the Joker. But the idea, like, was this my idea or was it put inside of me? I need you, Jim Gordon, to tell me if this is my plan or if it's my programming. I'm like. Uh, is that story still going on? And even the idea of vengeance going out there, being a, cl- a female clone of Bane who's being, like, you know, built by the Santa Priscans now that Bane is gone, but Bane is still around and this is still somehow part of the plan. I don't get it. And hopefully in the next two issues, it'll all be well explained because I want this to all work out in the end. Two issues, and you said even, like, the explanations should be coming hard and heavy. Like, I said that it's like, oh, my God, we got to quickly get to it. And you say we meander in here, but I think that all he wants to do is show you Hey, Bane. And get Gordon still like it's almost like I got to get Gordon by himself. And then we had this guy show up at Cressida. I I actually made the joke that I think that's Bane, like a zombie Bane, but never really worked out just because I'm like, maybe with the talents. But then when Bane showed up in the Task Force, I'm like, then we thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Then I'm thinking it's Solomon Grundy or somebody, right? But it is Bane. So a lot of people in the Slack were even talking about the idea like, how is this going to be explained so that it makes sense with Task Force Z as well? And that could be just clone. This takes place after Jason set, like, threw Bane off the building, and then the Court of Owls showed up with their Electrum, reanimated Bane, and he put a plan and into then motion. This put in, and I, I ended up where some <laughs> but people... But it was all I, his plan from I the beginning. I was saying that I think you're just going to get a timing uh, deal, that it will say this takes place before Task Force. See, this takes place after whatever. Which is funny, though, the idea of putting the Court of Owls in here with their talents, because... While we have Task Force Z going on, that's all with these Lazarus resin pills that are based off of Lazarus pits. So you don't have Ra's al Ghul stuff going on or even suicide. And you have the Court of Owls. This is Electrum. This is a different way to reanimate the dead that they use on the talents. So I'm like, are we playing with that? Uh, maybe. Or we're just going to find out like easily enough that this happened. And at the end, we'll see Bane getting shot between the eyes. He's dead. And then he gets resurrected. Long with the Task Force Z. And then there you go. I mean, I think it's just going to be a timing deal that's thrown in that whether it makes sense or not, uh, we'll get that. And hopefully not. Hopefully there's more explanation. But the idea 
like you said, I like the Mandarin the part daughter of, of Bane. I want to see her too. take over this bit just because Bane's just getting a little stale to me in my mind. I just want this new character to come out there and kind of redefine her for a new age. Kind of like back in the day. I'm not going to say it was a good thing, but like when Dr. Octopus was gone, you had that new female Dr. Octopus. So like it's, it's still this like, you know, Dr. Octopus, but it's different. It's 90s. I don't know. This is 2010s. I think Vengeance is pretty cool. And I'd like the idea of her wondering if she's her own gal or if she's this and maybe even having some book where she is trying to if she showed up in the suicide squad that'd be awesome I just imagine she's gonna go off and do like you know freaking gabby stuff with an x-23 like i gotta take care of all these other clones and stuff like I that i mean that's clones are always all of a sudden you have a younger version of clane as a girl who's freaking like honey badger be awesome <laughs> i'd love and i you know i'm not calling her scout it's Honey Badger for me and you. But Oh, does she have a new name? Oh, yeah. And I, nobody likes it. Me and John Wayne are against it. Eric, I so we go Honey Badger. I love it. But uh, yeah, this idea, like, you have to get this. And where are we going to see? And I do think that when you get that, you know, asterisk, this takes place. Then you realize, ooh, that's when they really got to fudging things and going. Because then they realize it's ending and it doesn't make sense. But you end up with Cressida there. And. They knock out, you know, Julia, they put her with the towel and you end up having Barbara get knocked out and Bane in his crazy outfit. He ends up his there. Invisible Some, man outfit. Yeah, his, this is invisible man outfit. It is funny where he actually thinks that this he's is invisible. A It'd be so great that he thinks he's really invisible. Yeah, somebody's yelling, what do you got a scarf for? Hey, Cole. But he's there and he knocked out Barbara. I wouldn't trust him to know exactly when to stop that knockout. She has to tell him, but I think Barbara might be hurt. But yeah, they end up going and riding them. And you have this Cressida deal that's supposed to make her feel big and smart and plan ahead and all this stuff. Even say, even says the Court of the Owls listen to her, but then she listens to Bane. But then when you get there, you wonder, why did you do all of this? And when Gordon just says, I know what's going on and I'm going to report it if you don't send everybody back home. And I'm like, Really? We just went through just all of that work of getting everybody there right. in that we're time and send, then send them like, home. We spent an entire issue getting us here. Now we're going to go and send them back. But you know what? I'm going to we're going to clear the playing field here. I'm going to send my talent to make sure that they like, you know, everything is up to snuff and stuff like that. What's the thing is they have no idea that Cassie Kane, the Batgirl, is in the plane already waiting. So as soon as they all board the plane and take off, Cassie takes out the talent. So the Bat family's back on the. So they the land is, then? Or what do they do? Gonna, I, I feel like they're still going to go back to Gotham. I and think even though we don't have a talent prob anymore, I'm like, I don't think they're going to be helpful. Yeah, what are they going to do? I, I I expect them to do something we now. Got but a, I, we got a plane with freaking Barbara Gordon, Julia Pennyworth, Harvey Bullock, and freaking Cassie Kane. Like, well, it's time to go home. Time to go home, girls. Actually, they're just going to go off. Even going to Pennsylvania and getting Harvey Bullock and on a plane and then coming down here. You know, like, this whole idea, like... What did we do? I really just hope they are the cavalry, cavalry and they come back at the end in a plane. You would, you would think that's why it's there, right? Back here. I hope so. I think they just all yell out, Bermuda, and they head off to a vacation. They have a private plane here, and you have all of these characters that you don't get to see interact a lot of the time. Like I said, Julia Pennyworth and Harvey Bullock, we haven't seen them do dick in a long-ass time, but why are they here? And Cassandra looks scary as hell in, in her costume, and that with Bullock is really cool, too. So I, I wouldn't mind saying, but why? Why did you go where a, you get to like page 17 in a book and that's them going back. Okay, we're going to get rid of you there and go. Though I do love anytime you have Jim Gordon doing the old man deal where he points to you with his freaking pipe. That's an old man move. I, I thought that's it was funny. Yeah. And, and so with that, he's like, hey, and I love the idea, too. It's like, hey, I know what's going on with you. You're going to have to accept my deal. You have Bane whispering in 
like, really? She's like, we accept. We accept. I'm like, what is going on here? It's kind of, it kind of makes me laugh to wonder what they do when we're not seeing them. They're just hanging out, and he's whispering shit to her. But all of it is pretty much nothing for then Bane to reveal himself. Look, I'm not the Invisible Man. Here this I was am. never a Joker plan. This was a Bane plan. And then there's Bane is taking off his, like, you know, putting on his mask and like this. Very good, Commissioner Gordon. Then I trust you understand what is happening next. What's going to happen next? And he's like, yes, I do. I'm like, I don't. Please fucking tell me. Yeah, and then he's like, you know what happens next? Dinner served, bitches. Because you end up going and seeing that they are about to fillet the Joker. He's got a ball gag in like a Pulp Fiction. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Uh, and also, I would love that if they did make him like like a, a pig there and he'd still have the ball gag in there. It's not an apple. Just a ball gag? Yeah, just a ball gag. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. It, it, it's nothing. It shows you. I like, it just throws throws you, I like that we're finally like going art, to Texas actually. to the Samson farm. It just feels like they should have eaten the Joker a week ago, you know, for how long they've had him and how much we've just been fucking around figuring out what we're gonna doing and saying nonsense. Yeah. They're going to savor this meal. It's one of the greatest. I Would, would you eat the Joker? Seriously. Even if you were a cannibal, I, I would not eat the, no, you know, no. things. I wouldn't eat you either, though. Well, there you go, Eric. I, that upsets me for some reason. That offends me. And I'm very sad. Do you, would you rather have the Samson family cannibals or the band Fine Young Cannibals? Which would you invite today? I don't know if I know the fine young cannibals. You don't know that. She drives me crazy. Oh, yeah, I know that song. Yeah, yeah that's them. Right. <laughs> You'd rather have them at dinner, <laughs> right? Yes. So, yeah, no. Sing that song, guys. They're like, well, we really sing that song, guys. Sing the song, guys. <laughs> you have your child. <laughs> You're the fine young cannibals or I'm going to become the fine young cannibal Yeah, yeah, really It ends up being like Mr. Burns getting Tom Jones (laughs) And he's at gunpoint Oh my goodness gracious But we get a backup, a punchline backup And And the trial is something I'm happy about the idea that we have finally moved to the idea That Alexis K punchline has gone to court Because her trial is ready The problem with this is it just continues to make Punchline look like a terrible hero who does not belong in the Bat family. Because the last time she went up against Alistair, who was, you know, the lackey of Punchline, she got knocked down, tied to a chair, was almost set on fire. This time, she stops Alistair from going and trying to kill Kelly Ness when Kelly would have shown up to the other to the court. But in this whole thing, she pretty much just walks away from him to the point like she he jumps out of the building to kill himself. I'm like, you are terrible at this, Harper. You end up having Harper Rowan. She hasn't been around in, in quite some time. She was in the Detective Comics, the James Tunn deal, where she, and that was even, I think, even fooled she's by anarchy a, at she's points, right? She a hippie commune with yeah, anarchy. Yeah, I mean, she was kind of, she's not very good at this we game here. We vegetables uh, here. Yeah, Shut up, Harper. Like, we got this, we got kale, and we got that. I'm like, what is going Do you have the macaroni and cheese plant? Because that's what I want, lady. Uh, with that, though, and yeah, that was pure anarchy, Eric. <laughs> I'm going to have these salads. Salads all the time. But she ends up where you don't get her a lot. We like the character. In the deal, I mean, she kind of does remind me a little bit of like an X-23. It's not the same, but it kind of reminds me of that kind of young, sassy girl, right? Well, she kind of reminds me of like the Batgirl of Burnside for how she's presented yeah, here. Bit. And well, that's the problem is you haven't seen her in a while. A lot of people reading this probably don't even know the character besides just this. And she's fumbling and a bumbling through, which is kind of the M.O. of the Bat family now. Anyway, oh, I said his name was Alistair. It's Aiden. For some reason, I went all fancy with Alistair. Even so, Aiden becomes like, all of a sudden, I'm like, you look like that before because you're looking sexy, buddy. You're looking up. He's he always looks like sexy. He's definitely in like a goth industrial band in like 94. I'm like, yeah. I like it. I like this look. But 
you end up even with the tats underneath where he's got the v-neck holy moly uh but with that harper is just looks like he'd be in typo negative yeah it would be something like that right and probably so that like means the, he's, he's a got peter steel base right he, he also could be like the bassist in corn maybe i don't know but you end up where I don't, I don't really know much about Corn. <laughs> I don't know much about them, so I'm sure that you do. Uh, but yeah, Harper is like running scared the whole time. She does this, does that. She ends up getting it, and then he just throws himself out the window where no I thought to myself, sense. what are you doing, you sexy dude? He does this, and I kept thinking of the idea He's of, wait, dying an angel. no loose ends. Don't you realize that? Yeah, really. He got too close to the sun, he did. You end up where... I just want to, can I grab Aiden right before this, you know, kind of hug him and whisper Where? in his ear? Oh. Right here. I'm like there in the apartment. I go, Harper is terrible. Don't kill yourself. Just take her down. Because I think he could have went with his hands both tied behind his back. Thing is, he didn't really and think about butter. the future outside of like, man, I really like that punchline. So this is really all he has. Like, he didn't like do a college play and he has nowhere to work after this. His parents kicked him out of the house. So really... This is his whole big martyr situation to make himself go down because I do love that punchline. Well, he says, I'm going to die for Alexis K. Make better decisions, people. Plan for the future. I'm going to ask you a couple things here that might seem awful, Eric. One is, do you think if you're jumping out the window for Alexis and you're trying, do you think going backwards like that is like you're not really committed into it like you're you're cutting yourself a different way a scuba diver and he remembered how they always fall backwards i just off feel the boat. like if you really mean it you go head first like you face plant he wants to hit he's gonna die either way but he, he doesn't want the first thing going through his mind it's concrete right keep on going the panel jim because like what is up and what would be down then what's the only thing you see his feet pointing up so i think he achieved you know face down no position. i don't because you would see the back of his you wouldn't see the front Side, you would see the back uh, of him. The shoes would be the other way, I think. In no, this, like, yeah, like he went go. backwards. No, well, I'm saying he went backwards. That's where he did. He didn't really commit. He should have went face first. He but he's not going face his first. His feet are up and his head's down. Then, yeah, I know. But he's still going to hit like shoulders. He's not going to actually see. What, the what's ground. above the shoulders? Well, I'm saying though, he's not going to see it. This is why he's not. Oh, you need as to committed. see the ground in order. That to would be, be the really way to say I'm going to go and I want to see the whole it's way a down. Weird bunch I'm of going. caveats. No, he won't know when he's going to die. He should be, that's not committed to me. I know that he's going. You know, face head first, but he's not face first. Face first would be the big deal to me. Uh, plus, like I said, I think that he could have probably gotten away from Harper Most and likely. have a loose end. But all in all, this is always got though, Jim. Don't take it away from him. It's not as good as a cyanide tooth either. And that's what I need. I need him to have something where Alexis had set up the cyanide in the tooth that I always love. This is a little bit more. I don't know. It's a little bit gruesome to me. But uh, but then again, we'd be like, why? How'd she do that? That would be the mystery, wouldn't it? But we end up going and through all this, you end up just that there's going to be nobody to really go against or to have the evidence except. Well, Kelly Ness, she's taken off. She might have told Leslie and the cops and everybody else like everything she knew about Alexis, but she has taken off, so she will not be a witness in this trial. Yeah, and, and I think taken off, I think she's taken out because uh, remember well, that's it, what that's what Aiden was there to do was kill her when she showed up, but she just seemed to have left. Remember at that point though, she ended up having one of the people in the bathroom. Oh, you're waiting right. It for was her, that, so. it was the secretary though. But the thing is, that was I weird don't know because, what they did then that, exactly because that seemed to be at the police station or wherever it was going down. That like you know she was confronted by this. This seems like Leslie went to her apartment. Like she's not in her bed. I'm like, did she go with you when you guys left? That's what I was wondering. Was that where? Hey, you better. That was the warning. Yeah. 
thing is. I guess that's what it was. I think, though, she even said, like, I'm here to t- almost like to tie up with the sentence again. I don't know. Well, I guess that was just kind of forced in and, and you go from that. You and see that's my the crazy thing. eyeliner? You're not safe. Get out of town. I don't know how many. Like, this story has gone on for a long, long time. The obviously. entire series. So I don't know if this was originally, you know, maybe going to be 20 issues of the story or whatever. And that might be one of the things where we're just tying some things up again because we're ending at 14. I don't know. Never really, I think, was spelled out how long the story was going to go. But it's kind of been meandering for a while anyway. But we're finally getting somewhere, just like in The Joker. It's just it's taken a long time to get there, and it both have felt almost like they've overstayed the welcome. But saying that, I like the art in both the series. I like that we're finally getting somewhere that seems interesting. If you can pull off this Bane twist in an interesting way with your M. Night Shyamalan twist, maybe it will make the whole thing worthwhile. Just what we're getting right now, I can't be certain of that because we only do have two issues left. But the thing is, I still give this a 7 out of 10 because I had fun reading it because... You know, we're going down to Texas to stop a freaking BBQ yeah, with cool. a cannibal family who's going to fucking say the clown tastes funny. Yeah, uh, and again, the the issue ends with Colin Rowe. He's there for the defense of Alexis, so you end up having that being the deal where he's been up to. And Is he he's the gonna defense lawyer just hanging there to watch the trial? Says the defense will call you when it's your time to it's give weird. your testimony. So yes, he is what, going what, to what be on the defense. What testimony does he have though? Like, my boyfriend's in the Royal Flush Gang, and you know what? I listen to her podcast. She's a good person. Yeah, I I think that, and you end up having, I mean, I can't really see this. I'm going to go and you have a cell phone as evidence that says Harper. I just wanted to say I love you on that. Yeah, so yeah, I just wanted to say I love you. And But he's going to defend Alexis. Maybe it's lies, maybe whatever. But he is going to be going. But yeah, they have them there waiting for that. So we'll see. Uh, but only two issues, so we'll see is that. Is this going to be like the, the idea when you have like Miracle on 34th Street, where we got to prove that Santa's alive, uh, really exists, and you have instead of bringing in all the letters, you bring in all the people who wrote letters instead to testify? I don't know. I, again, I don't know how this is going to turn out. We only have two issues, but I always assume that we were just going to have something where at the end, it, maybe she's guilty, she gets taken away, turns around, now we have Michael Jackson in Thriller, ah. she's laughing, and we'll never know if she ever got to prison, and we'll see if we end up going. But I'm still 7 out of 10, like you said, and I'll give this the benefit of, okay, you're going to have to force something, Bane, that kind of goes against everything we thought before and was led to believe whatever. Hopefully it goes somewhere. Hopefully it goes somewhere and makes the last two issues good. I will not be happy. Oh, this is still a 7, but the rest won't be. Yeah, no. No, I, I'm with you. So, yeah, well, we have one last book, eh? and I don't know that it, I can't read your mind, but I don't think this is a seven either. Well, but the thing what is, you can't is read it? my mind, but you can read my review of my scores I there. I did read it, Eric. <laughs> you're, you're pulling away the veil. Uh, even if I didn't, I'd know that you're not a seven. But no. what is it? Are you talking in real life? Yes, real life, Eric. I know you're not a seven. <laughs> no, no. I think you're probably a seven one. I'm a good three and a half. You're six point five, and I don't mean your height. Oh no. my goodness gracious! Batman, Catwoman, number ten, written by Tom King with art by Clay Man. That's right, Clay Man is back. Clay Man's back. Mori and Clayton Cowles. The cleavage comes with America. I'll tell you Damn that. Damn right it does. And this <laughs> is really only redeeming factor about the Batman Catwoman back is that Clay Man's back because I love his art so much. But what you have here with your threefold storytelling throughout the timelines, past, present, and future. Catwoman's going to kick some ass, and that's essentially all you're going to get throughout this. No Batman, no Phantasm. This should have just been called Catwoman slash Joker number 10, and because that's all we've gotten the entire time. And now in the past, Catwoman fights the Joker. In the present, Catwoman fights the Joker. And in the future, Catwoman, while well, Selena Kyle fights Huntress, her daughter. Yes. I think it should be called 
Catwoman Joker, this time they're assholes. Is, is what the deal? Because I ended up thinking to myself, okay, let's explain the timelines. The past, that was kind of bullshit, Eric. The present, kind of bullshit. And the future, pretty much bullshit. And when you're reading this, if you well, do I was like the this. the present was going to at least do something until out of nowhere the other issue when it's like, Phantasm stole a child. He's dead now. And then Joker killed her. I'm like, fuck. I say this every time that we review this, but there's always new people around. Eric, it's new to them. But even with that, it kind of reminds me of reading this. It's not animal cruelty like the Mark Russell Super Pets deal. But still, when I read this, I I just wonder who it's for. You know, the idea that if you're a Tom Catwoman fan, you can't like this. It, I, I see Tom King fans even. This is the one that they're going. I mean, they're actually, I see people bailing on this. Well, this is no Strange Adventure, Supergirl, or Supergirl Rorschach. This is the odd fellow out right yeah, now. Yeah, and, and even, you know, the Human Target, which me and you oh, were yeah, caught up and we actually about liked. That, yeah. So just as an aside. Um, but So this isn't just Tom King hate. I always keep going back to the idea where the, he gets kicked off of Batman at 85. I had this great story up to 100. Okay, we'll allow that story here. This can't be it. But if it was, I could see why it gets canned. But you thought that this was just going to be, and what he spelled it out his fans were saying in droves, the idea that this would be the love letter to them and the Batcat stuff so that they can say goodbye to this in a proper way, 12 issues, so everybody's satisfied. Who could be satisfied with this? If you're a Catwoman fan, you can't like this. This is the worst. This is the worst Catwoman where each issue, I think I can't dislike her more. And yet the next issue proves me wrong every time. And this one, the big revelation is, guess what, Joker? I know your secret all along. You're not insane. You're totally sane. And that's what's insane about this whole idea, how sane you are. Like, is he insane? Is that what he is there? The insane one? I mean, the with that, that's the whole deal. And then you end up having this where it's like, but I am insane. No, you're not. You're sane. No, I tell jokes. Yeah, you suck. All right. We're going to slash wow. you. I'm going to hit you with the candy canes. And then with that, though, okay, that's Joker Catwoman. There's nothing different in those scenes than what we've been getting all along, except that if you if you do like this sort of thing, maybe you're a masochist. I don't know. But you do end up finally having Catwoman have the upper hand, and then she's going to take it to the Joker. But then when you go and have her just lash out at her daughter. You ungrateful brat. You were raised with everything. Your parents loved you more than you could imagine. It was your every, it was our every thought. You had a castle. I had a fucking dumpster. Why are you so fucking unbad at everyone? I'm like, you killed the Joker. And I understand the thing is the family history. There might be some things that Huntress, Helena, like you should know about things or understand at this point in time more than this. Mom killed the Joker and now she's got to go to jail. If this feels so black and white for like there's not even any real talking about what this means for the family or what like but yet you know, there's Bruce, too much like talking, Bruce right? might have even said because it seems like she has a secret like you know maybe Bruce said something like you killed the Joker for me baby girl and then like and then he, you know Selena goes down to Florida kills the Joker once Bruce dies but I don't know because this whole thing is just and this happens when all we actually wanted going forward was like uh, where's the love letter to the Batman Catwoman stands. And then what about the Phantasm finally being continuity? We're not getting any of that. No, now it's all and over. that's the problem. Well, who is this for? It, right. And when you're going through this, even the idea of, OK, let's think back. Phantasm, like that's completely just thrown away. Nothing happened with that. Nothing happened. That was She's a wild moment boy. that never happened. So the boys. And, and so with this, I think that at points 
and it's way overplayed and really keeps going and going, blah, but they even have, you know, Catwoman, blah, blah, fucking blah in here because it is. I hate all the wingdings. Yeah, and yeah, it, it's off, and it's just like, oh, I'm going to be, you know, that, but just say it or the don't. Black it just, label, just have the cursing, please. So with that, the idea in my mind is this play of, you know, let's go back to the basis. Is Catwoman a hero or a villain? Well, she's a hero because she's around Batman. But when you're a villain, you'll kill and all this. But at the end, it almost feels like Batman dies. All right, now I can be the villain. But it, it's so surface level, black and white, like you said. But when you get this, you end up, and I, I can only imagine Tom King sitting there and like, oh, man, get this. I'm going to say in this that I'm not just going to be like the normal people who say that Batman loves the Joker. I'm going to say that the Joker would have fucked Batman. And right there, I'm like, no, I, I don't want to read something like this. Where I, I kind of do. He wanted to fuck me, and I would have fucked him better. put this in some better. kind of weird fan fiction? But that's the problem is, that leads right to my point here. This feels like, again, really bad fan fiction. It feels like somebody just doing fan fiction, trying to be pretentious with their idea. Of, you know what Batman would say after that happens? What's that? You taste funny. Oh, that's <laughs> so he's doing that. Oh, my God. But he's not allowed to go down, I heard. But maybe on the Joker. Ah, yes, but so y- you have this and the visuals are, but even then, I think that Clay Mann ended up having to rush a couple of things in this. I don't think it looks as good as some of the other issues. It doesn't, issues but the thing has. is, I still enjoy the way it looks. It's not as good as what we've had previously. It's the look of the book. So Liam Sharp coming in, even if he did a bad, good, indifferent job, it wasn't the look of the book, and it was a look that was way over the top, not Clay Mann. So it does look back to the normal deal, but when you have the Joker in the snow and things like that, some of the things looked a little wonky, but you just keep it. What this seems to me too, is once you have that playing out, the Joker and Selena, you know, yelling at each other and things, it feels like Tom King's like, you know what? People love when they were laying there bleeding out in the church. I'm just going to do that shit again. I'm going to do that shit again. And they're just going to be laying in the snow and doing that. And everything, nothing felt right. And not only are they laying in the snow, but doing it through different timelines. Yeah, doing it through different timelines to then tie in with also Helena. With that, but the Helena stuff really threw me off. A lot of people are going with this idea, and I don't see it, but I hope do I. that I don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That they're saying that Helena's Joker's daughter. I haven't seen any way in this that would allow me to think that. But again, me and you might be blind to some things because we didn't see a lot of other things. Remember when we're like, I don't see that with Tim Drake. Well, because that was out of nowhere. Like, I'm telling you, even him hanging out with Bernard, I'm like, it's just two friends hanging out. These fuckers have been hanging out for 20 years now, and now it's a date. I'm like, what happened? I know. We took it as a nice thing, and they were just, you know, old friends. But yeah, at least it's there. But you have this where, and here's the thing. You know, I used to go and it would drive me nuts, go to Tom King's Twitter and see him read his things and try to decode some things. I've not done that in a long, long time. Maybe it's something that he's saying there. Maybe he's been on a podcast, something that he's alluded to because I don't see it here. But that's what a lot of people. So while I'm reading this, I'm waiting for this line to, to come out like Helena realized or something. And it never happens. So I don't know or don't think that's the case. More than one person saying it, though, which makes me wonder. And that would be, I mean, really. Well, maybe if it's really, just that they're projecting and this is what they maybe, want. Maybe, but it's weird. But like a, I a want a, deal. a Joker fucking Batman. What everybody else wants is Selena fucking the Joker. You say this all, but is that totally out of the ordinary of something that Tom King might do no. at the end? He ruins characters quite constantly. And especially in this, because this was, I thought, a love letter. It's not. It's weird. And remember, this is what always makes me giggle. 
the idea that he said in his Batman run that Catwoman's written specifically based on his wife and their relationship. Shit must have went wrong since then. I, I don't know what's going on over there at the household because he certainly, I hope, is not doing that still because this Catwoman is over the top just a, just awful. It's just a weird situation because they're saying this because the one line in this and in, in before Bruce died, this is what Selena says here, your father asked for something just once in his whole life. It was it was the only time I ever saw Bruce need something. And I said yes. With no conditions. Yeah, so is him. it that he Against couldn't have kids? And the thing is, no, the thing is, is it the idea that he said, like, you know, can you please kill the Joker for me in the future before he died? Or is it this moment in the present where he comes out of the of the house and says, please, don't kill him when she's about to kill the Joker? And, you know, dude, just don't ever tell her. I don't know. Some people are going with that idea. Like this, you I think that Bruce it. said, please have sex with the Joker and then keep the baby because I need a it girl? Might have, no, it might have been that he ended up. And again, if it's, it's sex, I would take. think. No, I'm saying if it was anything, I would say that the sex was not really on the up and up. If this happened and maybe Bruce was just like, please don't ever tell Helena that that's the case. Just never let her know because she'll be better off, you know, with this. I don't know. I'm saying I don't think that that's what's happening. But we'll see. We'll see. And if that happens, I, I say I'm done. We only have two more issues. But holy moly, th- that might end up because this is teetering on the deal of like a heroes in crisis of how much I don't like and how much of a character that I love Catwoman. That's just not ruined because nobody's going to no, care. This is black this, label out of no, That's what I'm saying. Uh, but then that throws his whole bet book out of continuity because this is a continuation it, and no, no, so, it throws you know the continuation of his bat book or where that left off out of continuity this is a hyper time though that we've moved on past that oh i know but in my mind he's not treating it like that either he's just, just and everybody most, else is most people are no most people are saying that his whole run now is hyper time and they're just putting it all together that it's a tom king verse like the Bendis stuff and it will, but, for the stuff that goes forward almost like the idea of jeff john saying this is what happens after green lantern it never happened, but in Jeff John's universe, it did. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, even stuff that in particular happened, penguin making love, sweet love to a penguin. That, that Nobody's going to go with that, but it did. But, uh, yeah, end up book, having only on Tom King's Twitter. Writer said it, and he said it's in his run, and it's canon. So, with that, though, having Bane be behind A-Day just ended up making it like, oh, we're going back to this crap again, because it did remind me of that whole deal. But... With all of that being said and done, I just didn't like this issue. Uh, no, it's it's good, good to have Clayman back because at least I can follow the you art. You got Clayman back, which is great, but you have a story where Catwoman beats the crap out of three people and three, well, two people and three timelines. And the big, like, you know, hook of the book is the Joker isn't insane. He's actually sane. And that's not enough for me because it's kind of stupid. And that was the, the big play when she just kept yelling, the rest of us are insane. You aren't. You just tell jokes. Well, I can tell more jokes. Oh, please. And yeah, Batman and Joker are so much alike. Go fuck yourselves, both of you. I'm out of here. Has this ever been a Batman Catwoman? <laughs> it was barely it's a just Batman awful. Book during the That's Batman what I'm saying. Series. It's just awful Catwoman, though, and it just is. It's bad. It just feels like it feels like fan fiction from somebody who hates the character. Is what it is like. Uh, I'm like sure a, this bitch. Almost, yeah, that's what I think. It, like uh, people like Catwoman. Well, let me get a hold of this shit and just really fucking it up and using Black Label. To do it, but that's not good enough for me. That's not a good enough excuse. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't like it. What did you give it? I end up giving this a 4.5 out of 10. Yeah, I'm a 4 out of 10. Just a flat 4. I was uh, just excited for Clay to be back. Yeah, and we're, we're almost done. Two more issues. The thing is, so that story cool. got off. Well, I could get down to a 3 just because the story alone, but I got excited for Clayman's art to be back on here because 
Not a fan of what Liam Sharp brought to the party recently. No. Well, it changed. It was completely. It was a weird choice to grab him instead of maybe like uh, Mikel Janine, but maybe he was busy because I think his art would have fit well uh, taking over for that and, you know, work with Tom King a lot. But with that, what is your book of the week? My book of the week is I Am Batman number six and tied with Superman Son of Kal-El number eight. Yeah, mine is I Am Batman number six straight up. Uh, so that is a pretty good book. Everybody should check it out. And if you didn't listen to us on Friday on episode 399, you should go do that. But also, it's a good jumping on point just to get a little taste. If you didn't know what Jace Fox is in the whole I am Batman deal. You can get into this issue and then maybe get inspired to read the ones before that as well and go forward because it is really good. Next week, though, we got a bunch of books. Two of these books will be on the Patreon spotlight, and that is at patreon.com slash weird science. And it is this Eric Aquaman and the Becoming number six finale. So leading to the Aquaman, leading to Aquaman, Batman the Night number two. Where we will start the origin seeing of things Batman, everybody. Verge, uh, Henri Descartes, what I've been told, and there was some press release or whatever. I don't believe he ever trained Batman in this new reimagining. So we'll have to see how cool. that goes. Detective it's Comics one of my number. Traders, like here's the Batman like origin, the beginnings of Batman, but also he ends not up dealing with Descartes, but in a different way. Um, I haven't, I haven't read it or whatever. I just saw an article of, of this deal of this new character, Detective Comics number one thousand fifty three. Continuing that, we'll Shatters see how we like that. Maybe get some mouth monster deal. And some maybe more some of drugs. The special boy. Maybe the boy. We'll get the boy. You know that Green Lantern number eleven book that always sneaks up behind me. I'm telling you, I always forget about it. Oh yeah, that one. Uh, and hopefully that starts to you know get a little bit better and things like that. We you did like a bit of last issue, I believe. I can't remember. No, last quite issue the last I don't think issue. I cared for very much really? at all. I think like one of them, but no, no, I've, I've liked a lot of the series and what it's trying to do. I just don't think it's telling the story very well, especially at this point. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, Justice League number seventy-two. So that'll be coming, coming out. Coming to Eric the end, Shea. the final arc of Bendis. Yeah, and Eric Shea already revealed to me that this is one of his favorite Justice League by Bendis issues. So that's pretty cool. That's right. Nightwing number 89. What's going on with the Heartless, Eric? I, I don't know. What's He's going got with a big jar. Dollars? Let's see. That billion dollar out the window. He's buying too many pizzas, but we'll see how that goes. So, Nubia, is that where all my money goes? Exactly. Nubia and the Amazons number five. So we're heading towards the whole trial of the Amazons. So that will be... You think Cullen Rowe's going to be in defense of the Amazons at the trial? Uh, maybe. <laughs> they bring him in, you're like, here, you sit here with it's the not the trial of the Amazons I thought we were going to get, but they, okay. They end up grabbing his phone and putting it in, in the deal, and in the bag you see Harper, another message. I still love you, Cullen. <laughs> she just keeps sending it. We also then have the Flash number 779 that is supposed to be starting to get us close to the War of Earth 3. And as if you, if you remember from the last issue, when Jay West was connected to the Speed Force, he could sense that their father was in danger in general, and also he was in a lot of pain because his body's not equipped to use the Speed Force right now. But it looks like the kids, even Maxine Baker, might be making their way to Gemworld to save their daddy from the terror of Eclipso. And I do think that Maxine might be the one that kind of gets kidnapped, possibly, to go to that Earth 3 deal. Somebody seems to get kidnapped from one of these books that sends part of the teams going. Because everybody the has to have a reason. The only thing the calculator is really stolen is the freaking bullet from Deathstroke's gun in Deathstroke Inc. right now. He stole my heart. And that bullet is freaking lodged so tight in his brain. You're that never is get true. Back. I don't know. I think it came out the other side and is lodged into the floor. Wonder Woman number 784. 
is the last of the books. That will be the end of that whole Image Maker Shining Night. And Dr. I Psycho. Doubt, I bet Dr. Psycho probably doesn't end. I would think that that would always like, continue. That's the thing is, we say this, thing. though, like the Shining Knight, the avid, like the, the freaking the hero for hire for Dr. Psycho right now. But the Image Maker, what did he do? What, what has he done this whole time? He just hangs out, fucking looks like an what asshole. What is some, he going like, to do? Doppelgangers fly around. Here's the deal. The guy is up the ante by becoming some fucking general. Or something, right? And, and so he's just happy with that. He's glad. He looks at himself. He's like, I look like I'm on the cover of Sergeant Peppers. I'm good. And there you go. I don't know. He's done shit. General reflection. What is it? The Shining Knight shows up and basically it's like, unguard Shining Knight. Oh, I hate you, you jerk. Let's go. Who are you? I'm not telling. Let's ten team bucks. up. I, I don't want to bet 10 bucks just because I'm terrible at betting, but I'm like, I want to bet the dead man saves a day. He's the linchpin. Are you. Show me. I forgot about Deadman. He'll just, and really what he'll do is he'll come in, he'll morph into, I'm trying to think of some sort of abilities that he could suddenly have as he already has wacky things. I would believe that he will, I, I can't even. I, I just I imagine he's going to take control of somebody's mind, but without he, possessing him, just to let, like no, using telepathy. I think that it'll turn into a sentient sword that ends up swishing around and then morphs into uh, a turkey dinner. I don't know, Eric. That that book is nonsense. Just imagine we're out of nowhere because, you know, Quinn and Conrad have no idea who Dead Man is or what his power set is. Out of nowhere, he goes and possesses a sword. He becomes that Disney singing sword as that's Wonder what Woman I'm thinking swings of. it. Oh, I'm thinking he, of like, the singing sword. His mouth sword. is on the hilt as it goes yelling. Oh, yeah. Singing. Because, I'm you know, when man. a ghost possesses a sword, it makes it magical and more powerful. And that's that what they'll true. do. It would be. Is, this is so stupid. It, it I would think it's going to happen. I, I think it might. I'm actually mad. <laughs> I, I want the mouth there singing. That'd be awesome, right? Uh, so with angry. that, you would you would guess. Now again, we have the Shining Knight, and that like, what is is that the Shining Knight? Is this the not the Shining? Knight. You know what I mean? But is it is it actually a Shining Knight? Like you well, know, dude with fucking or, shining armor, or is it just like a he's, throwaway deal? He's because, my knight again, in shimmering armor. I don't know that you know Conrad and Clone and Clonerad realize that the Shining Knight's like a, a character deal. That you fuck, we got two of them. Sir Justin and Sir Yiston. We got three. Uh, because I, but I don't think they've done a care enough to make it actually a shining night. But no. we'll see. They haven't even we'll cared see. to make Boston Brand a deadpan. Yeah. <laughs> really? He's a alive. I, I don't know. Cadaver? He's eating? Doing nonsense? No reason for it. But he's, he's doing that shit where, you know, like how we have Dr. Psycho making people forget stuff. Deadman can do that shit too. Yeah. Uh, again, with that. I yell about this Dr. Psycho a hundred million times better than what they've done with Dead Man. Uh, yeah, well, and now I'm depressed, Eric, but Wonder Woman next week. Don't we're miss ending it, everybody. The deal, I'm sure that we'll end up, and I think that it was kind of alluded to by Michael W. Conrad that we will end up finding who the Shining Knight is. So everybody bets are on. We'll see who it is. I No, here's the best is you end up Dead Man and, and Wonder Woman, they're fighting Shining Knight, right? And then when they take off the helmet, it's Dead Man all <laughs> It makes no sense. She turns to look. He's right. Where'd you go? Oh, you were that. And he's like, on guard. I don't know. I just want to be something stupid because Dr. Psycho's like, I didn't think it would be you who came. And then we don't find out who the Shining Knight is. But and who was Dr. the Psycho. who sent him? Exactly. But like, I think Dr. Psycho was a, like, you know, henchman for hire. Like, Dr. Psycho put out an advert. <laughs> like, I happen to have some armor for you here. A magical armor that doesn't allow a dead man to possess you because that's a problem that we're going to have going forward. But the idea is like, 
I want Wonder Woman to beat uh, Shining Knight after all the like duper like duplicates are done, the doppelgangers, and we take it off, and it just becomes that Lex Luthor moment in the Justice League cartoon when he takes over Wally West's body and they swap just bodies. Like, dude, I have no idea who the hell this is. I just want to see that advert, as you said. It's like Doctor Psycho's advert. Must not make fun of small guys. Uh, also, must love Led Zeppelin, and you have a set of armor. These are very specific things that he needs, Eric, that he might have. I don't know. I don't know why Dr. Psycho loves Led Zeppelin so much. But then again, who doesn't, Eric? So there you go. <laughs> but yeah, I will find out. It'll probably be bullcrap. So with all of that, though, two of those books will be on the Patreon spotlight. Picked by the badasses of the Get Fresh crew, uh-uh. which are the higher levels of that. Ghost truck. Uh-uh. And so if you want to listen to that when we end up doing that next Thursday, you go and sign up on the Patreon. That'd be awesome. Get us a little inspired as we go into maybe the weird crisis into a reboot. I don't know. Eric, I don't know. Episode, all next that, episode might be episode 500. I don't even know how we're be. doing this no more. Maybe it will. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. I mean, really, I can make the next episode 3,000. Hey, it'd be on us. But. With all of that, yeah, check that out. And everybody, you know, we do like the comics. This one was a little down with the books that we had, but it's kind of the way things go up and down, the facts of life, Eric. Uh, but I did like the Joker enough with the idea, like and you I said. Am Batman. Yeah, and uh, well, I am Batman from the other one. It's really good. I really was impressed by that. And that, that whole deal going to New York really seemed to energize me. And Unless you're on the Patreon, you'll never know, but Jim loved the Just League 2022 annual this week as well. Oh, I loved it. I could not... You actually did like the Titans United enough. You said that Titans My United number six issue. was your favorite issue. That's kind of low bar, but it still was. Yeah, that Justice League annual on the Patreon Spotlight, it was one of those issues, and I said, you said this doesn't happen to you. Happens to me a lot. I was angry while I was reading. I was getting so mad. No, that's regular. Uh, and you have that as well, my friend. But it doesn't explode. Yeah, I ended up with the idea of, like it just made me angry, and it felt like Bendis was just like making fun of everybody that he's writing comics and cashing a check. But so you with say all that, that, I still think you thought he was just making fun of you generally, just personally, you. No, that's where it starts, Eric. And then you know, I've had a couple of days to realize that's a psychopath type of uh, thinking. And so I just pretend that I don't think that now because, you know, I'm sane. I'm not. Yeah. I'm like the Joker. I tell my jokes that I'm sane, that, right? I'm there. I'm going to get them good. I don't know. But what do we say at the end? Of it? Everybody have a great week. Keep it weird. Weird. And we'll see you in seven. See you in seven. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.